Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And we're back to the Zach Nichols podcast. <laughs> You're with my co-host, Mr. Zach Nichols. And quite possibly my favorite co-host, Anthony Nichols. You're another big pause and another big round of applause for Anthony Nichols. Right, buddy? All right. And you know what's crazy? I never thought about it, but people have been asking me who's my favorite guest has been, and it's just been so obvious right in front of me this entire time. My favorite guest by far, Anthony Joseph Nichols. Here we go, buddy. Welcome back to the couch. He's got a fruit stick. He's got his superhero pants, chilling with some toys. Yep. Probably got a loaded diaper. Don't know. Haven't checked since we got here. Bad dad. <laughs> Bad dad. Terrible father. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. The, the, might, soak the, through. The, might get some the, piss on the couch. <laughs> we can always replace it. We can never replace our time with my nephew, your son, here in the building. You know, it's funny. All this uh, all this dad talk, you know, that video still circulates from uh, our first uh, our podcast with Jenna about the baby diapers. Something tells me you're changing, uh, on average, about three or four per day these days, huh? Three or four. I'd say three <laughs> or four before most people had their coffee. <laughs> Uh, these guys are getting it out there. Um, we'll definitely talk a, yeah. a little bit more about. Um, yeah, we the, got we got some some stories to tell. But stories, yeah. We only have enough snacks to get through three episodes of Traders. Yep. Before Anthony loses his shit or craps his pants, so here we fucking go. <laughs> Let's get to it. Okay, so I, like uh, I had some other things to say, but I forgot. Because I do get anxiety when Anthony's here. It's okay. We're going to do ZNP tomorrow, and if he's here, then we're going to find a way to get it out. But uh, if you guys are hearing this, it's Traders episodes seven through nine review. Let's get into it. So we get back to see the invitation to seduce Peter on the traitors. You can't seduce a bachelor. <laughs> what a what a hardo. Hardo. Yeah, his middle name is Jordan. Jordan. Peter. I would just say Jordan. Yes. But you know what? Here's the thing. I feel like the more I watch this, the more you have to like, you have to have a target and you have to make sure everyone knows the target and you have to get close enough and then back off and close enough and back off. And you can't pivot and so peter becoming a trader i think he knows 
I don't think he's doing it because of this. I think he's doing it because he's so fired up about like traitors versus versus faithfuls, and that's where his mindset is. Right. When in reality, that is probably his best game move because as soon as he becomes a traitor, he's got to pivot. And when people see a pivot, red flags go up. And even if you're not a traitor and you do a pivot, it's just don't give anyone a reason, you know? Well, it's a good point. I think, like, don't deal- give them a reason. Don't give them a reason. I think this game is different with these guys because, like, I don't think they care about the money at all, to be honest. I think they want to leave this experience. Oh, I disagree. I think really? there are certain people who do care about the money, and I think there are certain people who don't. Do you think Peter cares? I think Peter wants to make sure that the faithful is win. I think if Peter is the type of guy where if he gets, like, taken out, but that because of that a traitor gets taken out, Peter would be like, I did what was right for my people, where it's like, no, dude, you're just playing a game. Right. Like, But he's, like, dying on this sword. He's into it. But here's the thing. He's not a competitive reality guy. That's what I'm saying. For him, he's Bro, more concerned with winning. Like, babes were just draping themselves on him. How Like, this is actual game. But I was like thinking, like, how embarrassed would you be to be like, oh yeah, dude, I was on The Bachelor. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, what show are you on The Bachelor? I'd be embarrassed. Why would you, I mean, come on, bro. Like, look, I, I know you don't watch The Bachelor, but uh, that's terrible. You're if you're the Bachelor, if you're saying, oh, I was a contestant on Listen. The Bachelorette. If you're the Bachelor, it's kind of cool. It is cool. No, it's I'm gonna stand cool. on it. It's cool, but when you go into a house with Deontay Wilder, right. at least CT and Bananas be like, oh yeah, I've won the challenge, and Deontay Wilder, who could kill you in one punch, is like, oh, what do you do? Oh yeah, yeah. On the bat, sir. All my job wah, wants to... Wah, wah. Yeah. The only person who can be worse in that situation is John. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't stand John. The, well, I'll say this. The funny thing is is that he had one job to win his season, and that's to like a girl and have him like her back, and couldn't do that right. So he is, is it, playing... Is he, he's a pilot? He's a pilot. Okay, he's yeah. a pilot. He is doing... He is playing... Let's talk about his game. How do you feel about Peter's game so far? At this point? At this point, exactly. Throughout all the episodes, Here's not... The thing. Like, is it entertaining? Yes. Is he, like, a bloodhound for the traders? Yes. But is that smart? No. No. <laughs> Definitely it's not. not. It's terrible gameplay. <laughs> That's why this move, specifically not becoming a trader, it was so, like... Um... It's horrible. Yeah, it's just... No, I think it's actually... That's the best move for him, but... It just there's already a target on his back, so he has to oust the traitors. Is what he has to do. Yeah. Um. I don't see. That's the thing is. I think the more I watch this show, the less cocky I get about being a traitor. I think it's really hard. It is hard, and I it's think like really hard. for somebody like Peter, if they if he went in there, let's say he became the traitor. If he went in there and they played this game where they were like fighting against each other this whole time and kind of like what you said, get close enough to make it seem like a thing and then back off in a real Josh style way, right? That yeah. that way, you're always relevant. You're always fighting, but you're never the end target. Which I think a lot of the traders are really messing up with right now. You're not giving people someone to go after. Right? They're trying. Like, they're trying to divert attention. Now Dan did it to an extreme where he was like, "I have a secret, but I can't tell you until tomorrow at 12 p.m." Yeah, like nerd. Um, and that secret and that that whole thing didn't come out until he was no. already a name. Like, if you want to know how to be a, a trader, go back and watch season one and watch Sari Fields. Here's the thing. She played it perfectly. However, I do think that every game is different. I see maybe there's more of like, I see like people are getting into groups, right? They're all about the numbers. So essentially everyone wants to get to the end. Like a lot of the gamers, right? They're talking numbers because it's not about getting a trader out. It's about getting to the end and then getting the trader out because, but they want to get to the end. Yeah. And that's why they're all talking about numbers. So that's why i think a lot of the decisions that have happened thanks buddy are happening 
because yeah. I think that they're trying to get traders. Um, they're not trying to get traders out. They're trying to keep themselves safe. So you're playing this like balance game of I got to go for a trader, but I don't want to go for a trader if they're working with me until a certain point. Right. So you're playing. We're it, seeing that with Sheree right now. There's with so many angles. So I, play. I don't know if I, I think being a faithful and being a faithful. I think CT's playing the best game right now. Okay. Hands down. So real quick, I want to touch on Sari real quick. I, I didn't watch season Fields. one. Uh, yes, Sari Fields. What made her so good in comparison to what the traders are doing now? She was like Phaedra on steroids. Everyone loved her times a million. And she would always be like, if someone else said a name, Sari would piggyback on that. Would piggyback on that, but she wouldn't, um, she would never be the leader. So see, like... <laughs> hey, buddy. How you doing? You got to talk, though. <laughs> so, like, we talked a lot about Jay in uh, in 39 about how he's Mr. Me Too. And if you're doing it from a vindictive standpoint, it's, like, obvious that you're a piece of garbage. All right, hold on one second. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah, so what made Sari Fields great at the game, and what did she bring to it? That uh, we had just, oh yeah, you were saying that she's like Phaedra on steroids. I think she's just extremely likable. She played both sides without somehow letting both sides. Oh, know. that's what it was. It was us. We're saying on thirty nine, we saw Jay be a Mister Me Too. He explain would, that to me, Mister Me Too. So somebody would bring up somebody you know, else's me, name. Me Too is like the rape thing. Oh, right, you know? right yeah, no. So that's, I just want to make sure we're not talking like. <laughs> I'm like, are we talking about Jay getting, like, raped or something? No, 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 no. Uh, so what I mean... <laughs> Is but that why he looks like a sucker that was pulled out from a bus seat? Is that why? That might be when why. When he came out of the water, like, that the looks like a lollipop that just got pulled out of a cushion. No. <laughs> That's the best explanation for it. That is so... <laughs> just imagine just pulling out a yeah. sucker. That's what it would look like. It's like Jay's hair. Dude, you're terrible. Why are you laughing at that joke? Because I think it's so funny. <laughs> All right, we'll get back on track. So Just Fucking belly laughing five minutes Mr. in. T- I already punished my child, sniffed an ass, and got Pierre belly laughing. Bro, I can't help Bottom. it, bro. I can't help it because I'm just thinking of the sucker coming out of this. Okay. Okay. All right. Sucker so, coming out of what? Mr. Me Too. Mr. Me Too. I mean, somebody else brings a name up or somebody wants to have an issue with somebody else, and he's always, oh, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, 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 me too, oh, me too. Okay, gotcha, yeah yeah, 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 me too. Oh, no, yeah, no, I think we should go with him, too. Yeah, but Sari did it in a very likable way. But Sari's, it's like, here's the thing. I think she just has such a likable personality, and she's a nurse, and she's, you know... A, she is she's genuine. Not, she like, could lie, yeah, but she's genuine. Exactly. She, she she said it, she explained it when she got on Big Brother that she's like a, a gangster, like a mobster. She'll tell you what you want to hear to your face, make you believe it, and as soon as you turn your back... Yeah, <laughs> all that. Yeah. Walk the plank. <laughs> no, she's great, man. I love I love watching I love watching her on the season of Big Brother. But back to this episode or uh, yeah, this season of the Trader Seven through Nine. Uh, if Phaedra, she's she's close to playing a tight game, but she is making mistakes. So yeah, she's we'll starting to, to swerve that. a little bit. Yeah, she's making mistakes. She's starting to like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were Peter, um, the next morning at breakfast. Thank would you God, have, I'm not. Would you, would you have withheld? Would you have withheld that information, or would you have told your select few? I like have, he decided to tell. Honestly, I have no idea. I would have probably waited to say something, but what was funny was I wouldn't have turned to John and been like, "I have something to tell you after breakfast, but I can't tell you now, John." I know John has hearing aids in, so maybe wait to tell him secrets. You know, in a know, secret, yeah, in spot. a secret spot. <laughs> you don't need to tell him right yeah. now at breakfast. I thought that was the dumbest move ever. Yeah, no, anyone that saw that knows. So. 
during Pavarti. I'm sorry, during Pavarti. It's during Bre- Parvati. Oh yeah, sorry. It's Parvati. Parvati. Parvati Anyone yeah. who complained about that, thank you. But also suck my ass. Don't care. <laughs> like that's a tough name to get. Yeah. All right. Don't be weird, dude. Come on, man. He's a kid. I know he's a kid. I'm just joking. All right. Uh, the, all right. Yeah. So Parvati. Parvati. So Parvati. So someone actually sent us a, how to pronounce that, like a YouTube video. Yeah. They, they, it was like Parvati. Yeah. And I was, oh, I was saying, I was saying Parvati or something. Parvati. Like. Parvati. Yeah. yeah. Let's throw a Parvati tomorrow. <laughs> Big Parvati this weekend. Yeah. We'll have a security idiots with Parvati on it. Parvati Bunch cheese. of idiots. Um, okay. So Poverty. 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 Okay. So uh, during breakfast, Poverty goes in for a hug uh, for Peter and he like half dodges her. He's like, whoa, like I'm not trying to <laughs> try to give you a hug. Um, oh, yeah. That was like the most awkward hug I've ever seen. Was he a, like dipped on her. Yeah. She was like, you know what else was an awkward hug? The hug between uh, Sandra and John. Yeah. Go back and watch that. It was like almost like John hasn't been hugged in 40 years. <laughs> I'm going to go back and see that. He I don't know what to do with my hands. So Peter gathers hey, Trichelle, Kevin, Bergy, John, lets them know uh, that uh, he was recruited. Uh, Phaedra walks in, and he's she's immediately kind of like, hey, like give us a minute, give us a minute, realizes he's crewed up. So Trichelle is on this Phaedra train. I'm going to tell you what. Trichelle is frantic. But despite her franticness, she's really good at this game. Oh, yeah. I don't know if she'd be a good... Maybe she would be a good trader, but she picks up on things like you wouldn't believe, and she's smart. Because why would you go for a trader? I like how she doesn't want to go for Parvati because everyone knows that. So let her go. Let her go, right? But you do... You know, there's a chance you're going to get killed. But she sees Phaedra being very connected and very surrounded, and I think that freaks her out, right? So I, I I love that move, and I think it's brilliant. And at first, I thought she was just some crazy drunk woman in the house. But I she's a professional poker player. Oh, yeah? And I, I always would be like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, I'm a professional football player. <laughs> Semi-pro indoor football. I got paid, but I wouldn't call me a professional. Yeah. Right? I mean, it looks good on paper. But I'm like, yeah, you're played poker because you know your girl who knows how to play and they invited you and they're you know no i think your she's name actually, you're I, good looking but she's got i think she's good dude so i i will eat my words i i thought this was going to be an absolute shit show of a season four and she's killing it oh she is in the know and, you and know she crazy. still has the meltdowns right but she's doing pretty good no at this point sandra kind of feels like a pizza trader uh she gathers the leftovers that she calls why does she think pizza trader he has done nothing trade like if you're a trader you're not going to be the loudest most upfront guy right you would think i wouldn't or maybe that would maybe that's how you do that's the josh move to like disguise yourself in plain sight i don't know but i don't i wouldn't have peter wouldn't be the first here's the thing i'm not going to go for peter as a trader why because let's say he's not a trader He's going to get killed before me. Mm-hmm. So let him do his thing. Now, if people keep ending up dead and Peter keeps being, it's then if, then you know, right? You keep talking about how there's so many angles to this thing. There's so many angles. I would so... suck at it. I thought I would be good at it, but I would suck. <laughs> it is so true because you have to help the faithful to a certain extent. But if you're wrong in public, it look and especially if you do what this guy's doing. He's trying to make moves. He's trying to, like, lie to people and, like, Play stupid he hasn't, and yeah. play dumb. Peter, Peter's just been like putting, setting out booby traps, and it was perfect at first because his booby traps actually exposed Dan and Parvati. Mm-hmm. That's true. Suck that fan, Parvati. 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 
<laughs> Actually, thank you very much for the correction. Yeah, no, we appreciate I don't want to sound it. like an idiot. Yeah, no, we appreciate I it. I sound like a moron for two hours on an internet show. <laughs> moron. <laughs> Anyways, you're right. You're totally right. That move was good. But see, you can only, if you, if you miss with that move, it's no good. Right. No, for sure. So, right. Like, let's say Dan was like, well, I'm not, I'm a faithful. Now, that looks terrible. Now you're dead. Right. Now you're dead. Now you are the traitor. Right. So he is flirting a fine line with that, but he's also the big, like the biggest person to get out. Like he has to fight every day to get a shield. Cause if he doesn't, there's a 99.100% chance he's going to get picked out. <laughs> yeah. The honorability thing that with him is just keeping him right on the edge of being the hero versus being yeah. the, the villain. And it happens. It culminates in, in episode nine where CT's just telling him like, nah, dude, I'm going for you. Like you're inconsistent as shit. And he, he tells him, do you think he's overcompensating because he was, the bachelor and he feels like he has to be the main traitor you know like bloodhound well i think that there's been rumors that that's why john is being such a, a faithful guy it's because he doesn't like being a politician he doesn't want to be looked at as a scumbag well he I is think, a scumbag yeah well because he is a politician all politicians suck do you want me to go over my reasons why oh i would love to hear that number one joe biden oh there you go number two nancy pelosi and what she's done to san francisco here's my biggest thing with politics i hate them all i don't like any of them really but what i hate the most is when you look at anything that the government has taken control of or run how about the war on drugs marijuana is flourishing it is a champion right now it's true marijuana is the patrick mahomes <laughs> of, of the drug game. of the drug game <laughs> It wins. It won. It's winning in every state. A, they would call that crossover where where marijuana has crossed over into medicine. Well, <laughs> well, you know, marijuana actually originally was medicine. And then right. The DEA came and ruined everyone's good yeah. time. And, and anyways. <laughs> it's crossed over into medicine and recreation. But let's, let's put like billions of dollars to fight marijuana and then let it win. So that's number one. Number two, Jimmy Carter started the Department of Education when we had the number one education system in the world. Ever since then, we've gone down. So what's the point? Why? Are, so we're paying for a Department of Education, which has ruined our education. So I automatically hate all politicians. I don't care what side of the fence you're on or what side of the room. I think you're a scumbag. Get a real job. Get a real job. That's how I feel. I think small business owners <laughs> should run a, uh, all the business owners and there should be some representative people. They should make the decisions for smaller areas. Like these, like people, in, they don't know what we're going through. 100%. The American dream has become the American nightmare. Speak on it. Think about it. When I was growing up, you know, if your dad made anywhere above 40 grand, you were living in a nice house. Your mom got to have stay home. Your groceries were paid for. Now it's like everyone's got to, you have to have two people working just to afford the middle, you know, middle class lifestyle. It is true. They've really literally destroyed the whole idea of the American dream. And it's sad. It really no, is. No. Now, for Parliament, might be different. No, just I don't know. Actually, I didn't. Like, you know, here's the crazy part about Anthony. Get out of there. That's expensive equipment. What was crazy was yesterday. Speaking of government, you voted. I voted. G, did you vote? G didn't make it out to vote. What about Michael? Michael, did you vote? The fuck? That's what's wrong with the kids these days. <laughs> no, for real. Here's the thing. If I didn't go and vote yesterday. I would never hear the end of it from Jenna. She literally, and I agree. She's like, if you don't go and vote, you're the biggest hypocrite in the world. I agree. So, you know, I made sure Beans and I went out and voted, tried to slip one in for Beans, but I wasn't voting for the Democratic <laughs> side, so they wouldn't let me cheat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyways, the thing was, is I said to Jenna, I was like, hey, I'm going to vote today. And she goes, for what? And I'm like, oh, the primary. She goes, oh, what are you voting for? And I said, you literally make me feel old. 
Yeah. And I'm like, did you not learn? Like, she just does not really care about that stuff. And uh, I think that's a problem. You kids these days. Sometimes, man. Sometimes you don't. You, you, ca- like you got to take. You got to take like, the future in your own hands. Do you like paying three dollars for gas? Do you like interest rates being at what eight percent? For those of you looking for a house, do you like not being able to get a house? <sighs> not easy right now. Yeah, it was a lot easier four years ago, six years ago. Listen, for real. Keep Anyways, it real with it. <laughs> jo- that's but that's John sucks, and I also don't like old people on reality television like that old. You want to know why? Because they become like a mascot, and people keep them around because they feel bad for them, and they somehow sneak their way to the end when it's like, John should have been gone before the show even started. John should have been gone before, like, John is there and Johnny Bananas isn't. We're missing out on so I, I much I thought about that seven times doing Get rid of notes. John and give me Johnny Bananas. Give me Bananas, dude. I think Johnny would suck at traders because Johnny likes to make public moves, but he would be he would have been... Give us more than like a half an episode. Yeah, we got scammed. Yeah. We really got scammed. But it's crazy though, especially I don't want John. I don't like John. So the one thing about John that we had do have to mention, if he was actually a traitor right now and he was playing the exact same way, Killing it would be it. one of the most brilliant seasons you've ever it. seen. Killing For real. It. Because there's zero suspicion on him. But maybe that's why is because w- when you have nothing to lie about it's easy. <laughs> yeah. Like Trishel's killing it maybe because she has a completely clear conscience. Clear conscience. Mm-hmm. That's how it's done. No, for sure. And it's, it's you know, it's crazy. All right. Well, uh, let's get back right. to it. Sandra, uh, she seems really smart. Why do you think she hasn't, like, identified any traders so far? Because she's obnoxious and she actually isn't very smart. I don't know. Maybe she is. She's good at, uh, she's very good at Survivor, right? But I'm just, she's annoying to me. Yeah. She's always got to yell something out at the host or, I know you, Dr. Will. <laughs> She's like a ninja. She's, you know you what? Do she's giving her. me straight ninja vibes. I hear that. Do you, do you feel that, though? I, I do, do feel you? there's like a know-it-all quality that I don't like. It's very ninja. Yeah, it's like <laughs> she's like ninja's great aunt. <laughs> I mean, you one well, survivor. You right. got to give it. That's like a hard, that's a very hard thing. Sur- winning survivor is all about being able to struggle. But when she, I forget what challenge it was. It was one where they were running through the woods with partners. Yes. Sandra literally said, this is the hardest challenge I've ever done. And at that moment is when I realized the challenge is the greatest competition show in television history. Yeah. Because here's a, here is a survivor champion, like one of the greats. And she's telling us that this challenge that Kate from below deck could finish is the hardest challenge she's ever done. Phaedra, Phaedra finished 50 it. 50-year-old housewife. Give me a break. Yeah. The challenge reigns supreme always. Uh, hey, talk about it. So I can talk about it all day. <laughs> so the daily mission, uh, we'll talk about that right now. So was, they had to carry the gold through the woods, and then there's some... Uh, yeah, uh, and you'd be shocked how hard those, an- those answers are to... Like, those questions are. Sorry. You'd be shocked how hard it is to answer those questions when... <laughs> you're like we're watching it we're like oh it's easy it's the moon but when you're in the moment you see something different or it it's just funny how even just the dude just said the name of the woods and people couldn't even do that i would have been there too i'd be like this is a name i'm not used to it was wild that poverty part poverty yeah it's crazy that you keep saying poverty it's parvati no it's not it's parvati parvati and john made it through unscathed completely unscathed and so did sandra and Kevin. So, you know, I, th- I thought the booby traps were fun, fun twist. Sandra and Kevin, yeah. That see, okay, that's where you look at it and you think that Sandra is good at these games because it, she remembered those things. But she also thought this little jaunt through the woods was the hardest thing she's ever done. So, 
Come on now. Hey, brawn over brawn, brains over brawn. One in that. Yeah, one. whatever, dude. <laughs> uh, they got to choose who they were playing. If you're a trader, how, how CT and Phaedra buddied up real quick? Like, how you doing? Exactly. How that, you doing? Yeah. Now say more. Say more like that. Like, yeah, like say a whole sentence. It's like. You know, I took up smoking on World of Worlds too, just to hang out with him more. That's great. Literally, I would. I, I well, I brought Black and Miles. What's the sick? Oh, I was gonna say, so what's the cigarette like, of choice? I brought CT. Yeah, the ones that light. <laughs> I think he likes menthols, but I don't know if he. I don't know if he just smokes menthols when he's out of the country. But I brought like, you know, Black and Miles come in packs of five or whatever. I brought like thirty of them, oh, that's and any I just I spent so much time with him because like he's always smoking by the ashtrays because they don't want to see people, you know MTV and BMP they don't want people smoking on camera because it's a bad look right we're supposed to be attractive these like physical specimen and then th there you go seeing someone win five seasons he's a chain smoker you know <laughs> yeah you got, so got, I but I picked it up just because I liked hanging out with him man I got to hang out with him more I got to talk pick his brain and it wasn't even it was more about just past challenges life. Cause I never, I knew he was never gonna come for me, but I just, you know, I picked up smoking for that season because I enjoyed his spending time with CT. That's great. So they got together real quick. You probably get pissed by me talking about that. We can cut it. No, we're not gonna <laughs> cut it. I'm just saying. Does anyone really want to be like, you know, whatever? I guess I wouldn't want my kids hearing that, but I don't think his kids a, a, a subscriber, so we're good. Yeah, we're straight. Um, so uh, yeah, they go through that challenge. Uh, they were running through the woods. Uh, you know, you could twist an ankle. A lot of these 50 year old women. <laughs> Like Anissa, how yeah. Anissa did in first 30 seconds. But then Jordan told her, if you just think hard enough, it'll heal itself. Bro, come on. Anissa. Anissa. He, almost, he almost got that done. Isn't that crazy? Listen, you know how I feel about that. Um, all right, so. Jordan's a man. Oh, he is. He's the GOAT. Um, all right, so now, uh, listen, we know there's some heat on Peter. Um but when he comes to par par Parvati and says, we should work together, what do you think about that move? John? No, Peter. This is after the uh, um, after that uh, that challenge. See, that's where I'm starting to question it. Yeah, I thought you were talking about like they didn't work together on the challenge, but you're talking about in the game afterwards. Yeah. 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 And he, that was completely... See, I never know if is Peter doing this to like suss something out or is he doing it because he's serious or did someone explain the numbers to him too and he realized that if we get rid of Parvati, then this side of the house is screwed and so maybe he in his head or someone told him like trishelle hey if we get rid of parvati now we know she's a traitor let's save her for the end if we get rid of her now like then we're screwed because they have the numbers no one is going for phaedra yeah you know it's like a free quiz so, but, just I don't, free quiz. but i don't know if anyone told him that or if that's why he did it but i'm i was wondering why would you do that because again a pivot in your strategy looks really bad yeah, and so 100%, I thought this was like a really weird move by him. It's like, you already have her in your hands. Why are you even rocking the cradle? Yeah. I didn't understand it at all. I didn't. I, I think even if you were going to vote for Parvati, I think that you need to not make that public until you get to the round table. And then at least maybe you can get away with saying, oh, I'm just hopping on the bandwagon. I don't have enough. Hey. Phaedra is in that conversation at first, and then as soon as... That's smart. That was such a brilliant Yeah, move. talk about it. So he he starts saying, hey, do you want to work together? She dips quick. I don't want to be part of this. What did you think about that? I don't that? think... I think because she didn't want to get pulled into it and be a part of that because she knew as... 
you know, I, I do. I think that was a brilliant. I think that was a brilliant move. I think that Phaedra did what she needed to do to just be. You don't sometimes not knowing is better because then your reaction is authentic. But I think she recognized that those two dealing together, you don't want to be around that because a she's a traitor and he's the first one that's going to get killed as soon as the opportunity presents itself. Absolutely, and that's a bargaining chip. If when she knows, oh, I can say to everybody, they started talking and I walked away. Yeah, right away. It's like literally, it's Brilliant. it's equity. Yeah, equity. Yeah. And then everyone says, oh, you must be a faithful because you don't even want to be a part of this conversation with Parvati. Yeah, for see, sure. being a traitor is weird to me because you have to work with each other, but at the same time, you don't want the other trader to get a leg up, so you also have to be really shady. So, again, it comes down to who cares more, you know? What you said is so smart, which is if poverty's already implicated and someone chooses to essentially say, let's work together, uh-uh, I'm no, not working with her. You can't. Even if you're working with her in the shadows, which you are, you're not going to let everybody know you're working with her right. in public. Hell no. And if you choose to pivot off your vote, do it. And try to make it seem like it was a split-second decision because this flip-flopping, even if you are a faithful, it still looks bad because you're changing everything you were saying. And, again, that is just a um, – it, it's a red flag. And it's just to put that in people's mouths and give them a – don't give people the reason. But, see, I, that's why I think there's, like, a secret game of numbers going on that we're not seeing all of. They're keeping it to strictly faithful and traitor talk. They're not giving us that maybe from editing because it's not the actual game, but I think there is the number talk is a big part of it. We also don't see like, are they really going to their own room and spending only time there? Or are they having, you know, you're off camera now, so you get some time away or yeah. you get, you know, are they texting? Right. Do they have their like, phones. Because when we were on Champ Stars, we only had to do a certain amount of hours of social interactions and then everyone just kind of went back to their own rooms and you could hang out with each other and cameras weren't there. So I I have a suspicion that there might be some of that going on. I would think so too. Because I don't understand a lot of these pivots, and but we did hear see Sandra literally using the uh, pool balls to explain the numbers to people, and it doesn't. What it, what it seems to me is it does not matter who the traders are until the end. Everyone just wants to kind of make it to the end, and that's why the house is split. But then I wonder: is now CT playing it smart and? saying, okay, I'm going to vote for a person on this side of the house, and then I'm going to vote for a person on that side of the house. I'm just going to keep going back and forth to keep the numbers where they're at so that I'm never on uh, the one ousted. I just keep in the middle, and I'm always like the swing vote. That's what he did in War of the Worlds too to the Brits. He literally would play on Cara and Polly's side, then he'd play on Kyle's side, and then he'd go back and forth, and he would make sure the numbers were even until the very end. Then he said, yeah, screw this, save Tori." Sent in uh, yeah. <laughs> Ashley against Nani, and it was a brilliant move. But that's what I feel like CT is doing now, and I think that CT is here to win. I think CT is actually w really wants the money. I mean, you know, socially he just got out of that divorce, yeah. So I think he really wants the money, yeah. So he's playing almost an impeccably perfect game to a point of he doesn't even care that he has twenty years of experience or ten years of experience with Trishel. He's playing strictly the game. You're opening my eyes so much to certain things right now. And, and but one of these doing it without being like, look what I'm doing. Right. He's playing yes. stupid. Mm -hmm. And you think he's the only one. It's funny because I was going to ask you this question, but now you literally just answered it, which is, well, you think Trishel's going to pick up on that and TT's not? Hold up. You think CT doesn't realize that Phaedra could be a traitor? No, yeah. he knows. The second he has a little bit of, uh, of some evidence he could sit on, for example, for the shooting thing, he goes, oh, yeah, even though Sandra was the one to bring it up, hey, why don't you go to for Trishel's name? But because Phaedra was the first one to take a shot at Trishel's yeah. window, he used that little right. inkling. He loves Phaedra. He, he, he cares for her, but he knows he has to get her out eventually. Yeah. They gave him a little bit of juice. 
and he's taking it. Right. And and he's CT's, so smart. CT's opening the door. For, yeah. Oh, yeah, here you go, Trishel. You know what I'm saying? He knows what she knows, but I really feel like CT, because he really hasn't, he was kind of talking to Peter for a while, and then he told Peter, hey, bro, like you're flip-flopping, dude. I don't like it, you know? And then he ends up, you know, in episode, I think, nine, or, yeah, nine, he votes for Phaedra. So CT doesn't care, and if the majority of the house is going one way, he's going to go with them, and then he's going to go back here, and he's going to go back and forth. He's trying to set it up so that he his game never changes. He's keeping homeostasis in the house for himself, but he's not if whether he's doing it purposely which i think he is or not it's a brilliant game move because he understands it's a game of numbers i think he know he knew dan i think he knew i think he sniffed dan out right away yeah i think ct is only voting for traders if he's 100 percent they're a trader and if it's 100 gonna still keep him safe you know what i'm saying yeah like so if peter were to go trishel's next in line he's still good i think he would start protecting trishel a little bit more but if she's out there i think then He's gonna maneuver what John into that spot, which is kind of what I think the the uh, the torch thing did. Yeah, and I think the torch thing, and obviously the the vote at the end where he voted for Phaedra. We don't know what's gonna happen yet, but he's letting everybody know I'm a free thinker and it, I'm gonna do what. I, but at the same time, I don't, he's just I don't keeping have the numbers friends. in his favor, and the yes. numbers in CT's favor aren't when everyone's with him. It's when there's good enough people on one side and enough people on the other. He's like the casino. He, he sets the betting line so that there's an equal number of people betting and he collects the juice. CT's the reason why like the NFL big games always make the spread. Yeah. That's CT right now. So at the house after, um, in the evening, so Alan, after the, the challenge where they were running through the woods. Yeah. Gotcha. Alan invites them uh, to the foyer to tell them, hey, we're going outside. We're not having a round table tonight. And they have this torch lighting ceremony. Very eerie. I love this because I, you know what it does? This is, you see this move on the challenge all the time. This is a move from production to basically make everyone who wasn't chosen super paranoid mm -hmm. and to show where everyone's true allegiance falls. Absolutely. And the domino effect, the safety chain, that's what I thought of, made me think yeah, of. Yeah, it's, it's, this is a production, like, come on. Yeah. Oldest book in the, oldest trick in the scroll. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Tale as old as time, song yeah. as old as rhyme. So uh, they start off with Kevin and Sandra making a choice. They choose Sheree. I thought it was an interesting choice. Um, was that surprising to you that they chose Sheree? I mean, I feel like Kevin... For him, the numbers weren't in his side, but he's like, oh, I'm not going to ruffle any feathers. by Yeah, I think he just was trying not to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then it goes Sheree to Phaedra, which was obvious. And then her she chooses CT, her castle daddy, as she called him. And then CT chooses John over the likes of Trishel. I think because John's more even keeled and John has more people... John obviously has more people on his side. Yeah, and it's much, much more of a justifiable move if you're just like, oh, everyone knows John's a faithful. It's not even debatable. So I'm just making sure that the faithful stay alive. Right. Yeah, no, very smart in my opinion. Um, he makes a, a quote. He's had some great quotes. Who, John? Uh, uh, CT. Yeah. If we're playing the game, it's not about friends. I hope everybody can understand. It's not yeah. a dead sentence. It's not, but it also, I mean, put yourself on the other side and also remember who Trishel is. Uh-huh. She's... I mean, you can tell she's a little frantic. She's a little, she's got a little paranoid Pam in her. Yeah, she does. <laughs> paranoid Pam. So easily. he knew what he was setting up right there, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's also like, I think for him, like he doesn't, he becomes the hero in the next episode where he lets her get the shield. So like he, he knows how to set himself up to be the man in later episodes. He, I just, I, you're making me realize the steps he takes to okay. set himself up. So he did what he did, and I think he was presented an opportunity to 
kind of uh, redeem himself, and he took full advantage of it. But also, I think CT feels really safe. Of course. I don't think he... Because he... CT's really good at... You notice, like, everyone else has to say a name, but CT's so good at being like, well, I'm just... I don't know it anymore. I'm so confused. But he gets... <laughs> he's been getting away with it. For sure. You know? Like, he's always... He, but he has put names out there. He has gone after people. Um, he hasn't pulled a, well, I just don't know. Like Phaedra's getting close to a point where she needs to start saying names. She needs to start pointing fingers. Mm-hmm. It's episode nine, and she's very, she's much sneakier than Dan. She's much better at it than Dan, but she needs to pick it up here. Pretty, like, She's starting to get sussed out. That, that's been my biggest problem with the Traders gameplay is, like, they're playing to not get caught. Instead they're literally of, playing in, possum. In, instead of playing to have them catch the wrong person. Yeah. Big difference. Set P, I mean... I don't know how you do this, but you have to find opportunities to set people up to look shady. You're, exactly. You got to. You like gotta, stepping out of the room when two people go have a conversation. Now you at least can throw Parvati under the bus to yeah. the rest of the house because you weren't a part of that conversation. Yeah. And if you, 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 you might be numbering your days by doing this, but they took out Parvati. Well, Dan, actually, I do remember. Parvati. Dan was doing that to just get Parvati off his back. Yeah. He was quote unquote faking it. Or Pete, I'm sorry. Pete, yeah. Dude, sorry. Pete, <laughs> Pete was literally Pete had that conversation with Parvati to literally just get her off his back, and he was quote unquote faking it. Sure, now or he says to... he is. He just, but he's all over the place with these moves. That, that that's why it's like if people choose the Parvati Pete side, then they're gonna go for Phaedra. But they haven't been. They took Parvati, even though that was they at just, the time because there's a Phaedra's group is much tighter knit and. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's Trishel, it's Pete, Bergy. Uh, when he's not changing his diaper, <laughs> Kevin, Kevin, uh, John, and then there's a whole other side of the house. But there's a lot of floaters in that group who go back and forth. Whereas like Cherie and um, MJ, Phaedra and MJ, they they, both, stick, they, they stick true. Yeah, they stick together. Um, okay. So uh, Sandra comments on Peter's demeanor and just says, like, man, he was really nervous. I think he, he could be a faithful. Um, but the lies are catching up to him, man. It's well, crazy. he's just flip-flopping, and he thinks that there's going to be no repercussions. You know, he's like, I'm definitely, like, even if you're a faithful, what you're doing, you're playing, you're making traitor moves as a faithful, you know. You got to stop that. He should have just stayed on Parvati, and then once she was gone, he could have been like, see? And then he could almost fade back away. You never want to go, because now that he, listen, in the chance that the two people's names that you're saying are both traitors, getting rid of one doesn't get the other one off your back. So had he never said Parvati, and he just, or had he never said Phaedra and just stuck to Parvati, I think Phaedra doesn't want to kill him. So that's kind of where I would thinking maybe he truly doesn't know what's going on, because I would think only one name needs to come out of my, like, same thing as, like, you pick one person who you can always vote in on the challenge. Here, same thing. Go after one person until it's either proven, right? He just threw out another name, and now it, you know, can't get killed twice, I guess. But and it's whenever he's having that conversation with CT, I'm like, I'm listening to him, and, and obviously we know what the truth is. But like, what he's saying is right. His tactics, they have got two traitors. They did block a shield. You know, they did use a shield to block a murder. Like he has been somewhat right, but. He's he's also been lying and being caught lying. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is he keeps doing these like moves where he has to lie to get these moves done. Mm-hmm. At the at a certain point, people aren't going to believe you whether it's the right thing or not. Well, and I think people just get in. People don't like like the pivoting, right? The back and forth. And I said this one, Anthony, stop. 
Anyways, the pivoting is what's killing him, but, I mean, he's still around. He's still around. He somehow is, he's like the town drunk who never gets arrested. It's because he can't drive. <laughs> he's Davy Stone in Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. He's going to get banished real soon if he doesn't uh, doesn't make a, a, a pivot in the right direction. So... Phaedra, uh, they get back in the traitor's lair after the after the ceremony where they have five names. It's Bergie, it's MJ, it's Kate, it's Parvati, and it's Trishel, uh, able to get killed, murdered. And Phaedra doesn't hold back when she's talking to her. She goes, hey, stop acting like an ice queen. Oh, yeah, when they were meeting? Yeah. Then they started staring at it. Like you, that was real tension. It was it was. It was awkward, but like it was more like, are they scrapping? Like, this is yeah. going down. I don't know how, but here's the thing. First of all, they're trying to look tough. Phaedra, you have your makeup. You look like a clown, so you don't look tough. And then Parvati, I, I do not go. Those there. like, dude, come on, that eye make. She okay. I have a lot of. She's ants. caking it on for sure. She cakes it on like my my crazy Polish ants. She cakes it on. Oh yeah, she does. It's a lot of lipstick. Those, <laughs> like if she gives you a kid a kiss on the cheek, they gotta like wipe that shit off for days. Oh yeah, for sure. Anyways, then Parvati's an got emoji. those stupid headbands on. They're just glaring at each other. I'm like, this is the most. Unintimidating stare down of all time. Yeah, no, it was funny. It was real tension though. Um, so it's like when you and G disagree on something. Yeah, you guys like are all disagreeing, super, like all staring at each other across the room. It's super awkward. We literally just had it. Michael witnessed the first one. Um, Did you guys tell him to keep eating his peas? <laughs> just like you. Uh, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Eat your peas, yeah. kid. Mom and dad are getting just a divorce. Stare at the table. <laughs> I don't want to be next. <laughs> um, all right, so we know pa- Parvati's fate, obviously, but do you think there was anything she could have done to change the af- opinion of the house um, at before this? No, or? she's she not was, right. Yeah, she's it's a wrap. That's the one thing about this game is like because you can't fight and because you're getting banished. Like when you're dead, you're you're. This done. is this is a lot like Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Just a, it's a little bit, a lot of bit different, but it in the sense that. The, the competitions don't have a whole lot to do with you staying in the house. Hundred percent, you can't. You know, like the shield no. can only hold you for so long. Yeah, um, and some people. That's like what, another reason. Another reason why the challenge is the greatest game that you could ever play. Yeah, because you can be against the whole house. Everyone could want you gone, but you still get to defend yourself. I, lo- at the I end love of the it. day. I love it so much. Like the fact you, that the fact that no one can send you in on a technicality. You gotta. You gotta do it. You gotta do it yourself. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Um, okay, so. They choose Bergie. Now, what did you think about this decision? And do you think it's the best decision for each of them, for them to collectively? Like, what did you think? I have some thoughts on it, but go ahead. I see at this point, because they're both kind of out there, the best kill needs to be someone that Phaedra's close with. I agree. I think taking out Bergie was a good move, you know, in terms of decreasing the numbers. But to me, like, the murders have been too much about the numbers, which we've talked about. It's not enough about throwing off the house. It's right, a, it's a big problem in my opinion. Well, that's why you know MJ or Trishaw would have been a good, good pick. But go ahead. I think it was the, the beginning of episode seven, eight, one of them. But in this group of episodes, I think Peter says or somebody says uh, Dan is the or Parvati is a traitor, and so is Phaedra. Those are the only traitors right now. The fact that the whole house already knows that it does point to it being strictly about numbers. And there's a lot of game that we're not seeing. I personally think maybe not. But the kills, you need to kill people who are in your group. So so Phaedra should have killed Sharir MJ a long time ago to, but to keep the heat off of her. But I think she feels really protected by her group and doesn't want to go after her. Well, him. that goes to your thing, which is they want to get there together when, like, this isn't a game that you can win together it's not a game you can win together and if it is then you should have recruited Sheree when you had the chance well so all the faithfuls do win together 
If they if they're all there at the end, they split the money. If there's two traders there at the end, they split the money. Well, that, that's my point for for for, for um, uh, Phaedra to kill Sheree is because like get you, rid of her because of the it's not going to look unless you're going to recruit her, right. which you had the chance. You had the chance to recruit her. Unless you're going to recruit her, you can't win with her. So you're going to bring her as long as possible, and you're just hurting your game, in right. my opinion, by not killing her. Ridiculous. I, I just, I, to me, it was, it was crazy. But episode eight does start with CT wearing Austin Powers shirt. <laughs> I saw that. You know what he looked like? He looked like a fruit by the foot, the tie-dye color one. He did. Yeah, he did. He looked like Chevy Chase in Vegas vacation. That's great. Um, so uh, at breakfast, uh, he literally spills his tea or his hot water onto Sheree. I don't know. It was funny because like I was like, is this implicating or is he like literally just nervous? Or I think it's just early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, just groggy. Yeah, he's groggy, dude. Phaedra walks in and immediately gets a kiss on the cheek. It's one of these just right on the cheek from CT. Um, <laughs> he knows how to politic for sure. <laughs> she calls uh, Peter um, Sherlock. Uh, Holmes, Sherlock the Dick. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. She's on one that morning. Um, Kate, uh, in her interview, she goes, they, she said, all these people are trusting me. They shouldn't trust me. I throw them in the moat for like $10. She's funny, man. She kills me. She's great TV. She is great TV. Mm -hmm. She's um, not a great uh, competitor. Uh, I think she's an awesome faithful, but she's great tv yeah no i i, I it's funny I, at first i didn't like watching her because i'm like this girl's annoying but then i realized like she literally is the ditz of the house and it's absolutely hysterical and she's a bitch yeah <laughs> is she actually secretly smart i think so yeah lazy but smart yeah i think she's know. secretly smart plays dumb uh so at breakfast we figure out it's bergie who got killed well zia what'd you think of bergie's game i didn't think much about bergie's game besides he looked nervous all the time honestly when you look at bergie you just saw him being Pete's uh, shield, really. Mm -hmm. He just was a Pete's yes man. Would you ever want to see him on TV again? How about if he came on the challenge? What do you think? I mean, I don't know if he'd do really well on the challenge. I don't think he so. He looks either. really nervous. <laughs> he does look nervous. Like a chicken. He'd have a tough time in that house. Chicken. He barely had a Chickens are nervous animals. He barely... Uh... So are geese. He probably craps like a geese. Bergie always has a diaper on, I feel like. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've seen. He's got a... He's got a... Yeah, attractive girlfriend. I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. Yeah, you're Which not. Where's he from? Is he a bachelor? Love Island. <laughs> Who casted him for a Love Island? I don't know. Ginger edition. Yeah. <laughs> Love Island, Ireland. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm Weston Bergman's uh, clone here. Yeah. Name's Bergie. <laughs> oh, dude. Make it less obvious. Yeah, Wes created him. That was his first experiment. <laughs> Failed. So then he went and made uh, Zara. Oh man! So Just getting the kinks out with this one after after breakfast. There's supposed to be a CT and West combo, and it came out Bergie, and he was like, "Well, back to the drawing board." That's great. Uh, Is it great? He made it, yeah, because he made her. He made her. No, it's great because he it's literally amazing. he literally made him a swimmer too. Um, so we all uh, started swimmers, bro. After breakfast, Trishel makes a strong effort to convince Peter to set his sights on Phaedra. Um, using She's right. She, hey. And nothing she didn't bring up isn't true. Phaedra is the worst at breakfast because everyone that comes in, she's like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. hi. Oh, no. Nice. So you thought that was legit? You thought, like, her uh, her reactions, like, she didn't look worried? Like, you thought that was a good um, call out? Trishel? Yeah. Well, what she, well, what she well, said. She's right. Like, yeah. And all the reasons why. I mean, here's the thing. Everything that she said is true, down to the eye twitch. I like sure like Phaedra saying, I've never heard anyone say that. How have you never heard anyone say that? I've watched it seven times already this episode. She it does have a twitch. When she lies. Yeah, she does have a twitch. Yeah, and her being like, I've never heard that bullshit. Well, she does a good job in that episode of turning the tables. I'm not frantic like you. And like she's she a is. galvanizer. She is. Well that she's a lawyer. Yeah. 
She knows how to make an argument. And she can lie. For sure. Lawyers, politicians, so, Johns. So, so um, MJ kind of exposes this conversation that essentially, like, um, Peter goes to par Parvati and tells her, hey, I don't think you're a traitor anymore, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're just doing it to save his ass. Uh, MJ exposes the conversation. Phaedra, so stupid. Phaedra tells Sheree and John, like, hey, like, you know, come on, guys. Peter's, Peter's on some weird shit. Um, in the car ride, Trishel tells Parvati uh, falsely that she doesn't necessarily believe she's a traitor. So they're going along with this thing, um, and they're, you know, they're selling it hard. Yeah. That, like, oh, yeah, no, we're we're not on you anymore, Parvati. Like, come on. You're, we're not stupid here. Yeah. They pull up to the cabin where Dr. Will's waiting. What did you think about this? Dr. Will looks like Willy Wonka. He does. He does. There's, there's Sandra again. I know you, Dr. Will. Shut up. No, it Why don't you go climb that tree, ninja? Yeah. <laughs> Talk about, like, confirming to the world your everything every castmate said about you when she did that. Anyways, this isn't about ninja. This is about Sandra. No, it's not. So their daily mission is to escape this cabin, um, and their safe, world is, safe word is haggis. First of all, if they give you a safe word, it's not going to be good. <laughs> Just better make sure you can pronounce it. It's not Von der Flugen. Von der Flugen. Um, uh, Flugen I don't need a safe word. Um, not at Club Vondersex. Uh, so, yeah, if they escape or if they leave the cabin, uh, they deduct $1,000 from their total, blah, blah, blah. Um, they started out. They find out that they have to go through these tunnels and there's lights. It's a bunch of crazy shit. But it's nuts when they start bringing in the maggots. And the roaches, and the rats, and the frogs. What did you think about this? Would you be able to survive in this? I mean, I would do it. I would hate it. Oh. I would do it. I would never. I would. I mean, here's the thing. I look at it like if CT did it and Trishel did it. Trishel won Fear Factor, dude. I could do that. I would hate it. I'd scream. You. It's not like I'd be like, yeah, pour some maggots on me. I would despise it, and I'd be sick to my stomach, and I would scream. I would have not yell. I would scream. Oh my god! I would probably cry, but I would I would do it. This is a nightmare. To How me. about Kev I would Kevin gets stuck in there? He's like, I'm the only one. I can't do this, just guys. Like, just getting eaten by mice and oh roaches. And, ugh, ugh, the worst. Bro, I can't no, even think about the it worst anymore. part for me is the the rats and the mice. I can do any of that. Like roaches don't bother me. I would I would kill them if I saw them. I'd slap them. Maggots are disgusting. You've seen you've seen maggots yes. in real life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No. This this like you've seen maggots. Like uh, you go open the door and there's Jemmy. I mean maggots. <laughs> Haven't seen Jemmy. I have seen maggots. Yeah. So I guess I have seen Same Jemmy. Um, um. No, dude. I. Uh, <laughs> this is my worst nightmare. I would have been the first out of there for sure. Oh, I would. Yeah. I would have been. I would have been. <laughs> Yeah, the, the big sissy. The big pussy. Yeah, the big puss. Yeah. <laughs> the big wussy yeah. puss. The big scream. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd been I'd have been I'd have been embarrassed. I'd embarrass myself. Like I, I would like embarrass I just myself, did. <laughs> but I don't know if I would have walked out. Oh no, I'm walking out and I don't not care. Look, that's the funny thing is like I think Phaedra's the second person to walk out of there. Dr. Will's like, you just cost your team a thousand dollars. Like, dog, she pisses a thousand dollars. You think she gives a fuck? There's maggots and there's spiders and whatever the crazy shit. Honestly. I wish Dr. Will was actually a member of this show. I wish he was on the show because he's great TV. Yeah? Was he have a good season? I don't know because I thought Dan would, but apparently, and I thought Janelle would, but Big Brother players don't apparently do well. On when did he go on Big Brother? Was he before Dan, after? Will was on Dr. Dr. Will was on season two. Oh, And then what? he came, he won season two, 
Oh, he looks good. He must be old. Uh, I think he's like maybe 50. Oh, yeah. He looks great. Yeah. He really does. He looks 37, 38. <laughs> well, he's a, I think he's a plastic surgeon, isn't he? Oh, that makes sense. I don't know. His hair, maybe his face, his hair does not look 37. No, no. It's, it's like white, white. Yeah. Yeah. He's whitewashed. Anyways, he won season two, I, th I believe. If I'm wrong about that, I'm sorry, but I believe it was season two. Then he came back on season seven, which was like an all-star season, and he got ousted right away because everyone was afraid of him. Dude, it's funny. Like He hooked it, up with Janelle, I think, back in the day, too. Oh, that's a nice one. I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> so, look, it's actually funny. It's making me think, like, how, like, NBA players compare, like, you know, like, people in the 70s and 80s to people now. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, like, they think, oh, he was the best player ever. But, like, you get into this game, and it's like, right on the TV is totally passed you by. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, okay, so... Uh, MJ Phaedra first to leave. Um, I don't care. I'm quitting this. CT gives Trishel opportunity to get the shield, so she's good there. Which is huge. Yeah, it is huge. Um, after the mission, uh, John uh, Parvati gets emotional with John. I hated that. Yeah, it was weird. I hated it, but it was good acting. He sniffed her out. Yeah, it was great acting, but was it? Maybe not, it wasn't. Not really. Fact, but here's the thing. It's great acting if you can make yourself cry. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I don't have that in the repertoire. I got it, but you know you gotta. Wait, hold you on, can make yourself cry at any point. I mean, you gotta, you gotta prep it. But yeah, if you gave me an hour and a half, I might be able to make myself cry. I would just, yeah. But I don't know if I could do it like on the spot. That was pretty impressive. It was. So uh, let's go to the round table where Trishel kind of starts what I call the battle of the berets. Trishel. Trishel and them stupid hats. This is Phaedra. But here's the thing. That sets the vibe for the whole season. Yeah. You know? That traitors. Um, so, uh, Trishel's first argument was Phaedra hasn't reacted at breakfast and she hasn't worried about Which being Which is murdered. tough to say. I don't really... That's a hard yeah. one to say. But Kate, it is true. Kate loved it. When she's like, I'm not frantic like you, Kate loved it. She was, yeah. she was in love with that. Um, Trishel then expa explains that Dan wanted to give the house some traitor blood. Um, Kevin chimes in about the twitch. And, of course... Trishel jumps on board. Well, so Trishel brought that up before. Mm -hmm. She brought it up when she was explaining to other people like the Twitch stuff. She brought the Twitch up. Yeah. And I noticed the Twitch on like the first or second episode. I thought, ooh. There's a tell. If I played poker, that that would be a red flag. Yeah. But so, I don't because I don't gamble. So when CT, uh, he kind of sets the table on fire when he asks John his opinion. And then John gets everybody on board. How about that? <laughs> CT was like, yeah, here's what I think, John. John think, does. Have, John, John has eloquent speeches. He does. He knows how to. He knows how to say something worded the right way, better yeah. than I. Can. He's articulate. I'm not. Yeah. Whatever, John. Whatever, John. John sucks. A mistress of murder. Yeah, just using words. Well, he probably English read, accent, dude. And the you know he probably read a lot of books. Yep, you would hope. You would hope. Um, so during the voting. Uh, Parvati's banished. I know. I love CT's line, which is like, "I'm not. I'm looking for traitors, not looking for love." He voted for Parvati. Yeah, he did. He did. But here's the thing: Parvati and Phaedra both threw votes at each other. That to me is a telltale sign, kind of, because they're both throwing votes at each other. They're the two that are up. I don't know. I kind of. I mean, I, I think in Phaedra's defense, you want Parvati there, don't you? Because mm. isn't she the more obvious, less protected traitor? Becoming the only... Well, that's I a good point. I don't know. I, I That's the thing is I'm so confused now because things I think of now, I'm like, well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Wouldn't you want another traitor there so you're not the only one? I would personally let the other traitor make every decision. In this particular or be case... Or like, who do you want? And I would always want it to be someone who was close to me so everyone 
oh, you know, but then if it's too many people that are close to you, now you're Hillary Clinton. <laughs> people got to die. Yeah. <laughs> she personally knows 275 people that committed suicide. It's a lot of people to know that killed himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so to answer that question, no. I think, like, if you're Phaedra, you don't necessarily want her there because the idea would be you'd get to replace them, and if you're really, really careful about who you choose to uh, recruit... So you actually, when there's only one traitor, you do get to replace them automatically. I so think. She knows that. So, I, you know what? I like that. It's like, get rid of her. Yeah, let this me make This Band-Aid has been... Like, once you pull a Band-Aid off a couple of times, it's not really staying on anymore. Yeah. That's kind of what she probably felt like Parvati was at that point. Get rid of that Band-Aid. Let me get a new Let me one. get a brand new Band-Aid. It's yeah. going to stay on straight. But those two going at each other, I'm like, man, being a traitor comes down to... To being shady. It does. It's the, that's the only way you can win is if you're being shady. So uh, Phaedra is awarded an ultimatum. She she chooses Kate. So what do you think about that? I think, I think Kate is an obvious choice because I don't think she's the best choice. I would have picked John. You would have picked John? I think so. Okay. I like John. Right? So here's what I, here's what here's, I have right here. Because I just feel like, I don't know, I, I think Kate's, all, again, very close to her, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're kind of on that east side. And that's something that we said is or why, Bravo, why, Bravo why would you choose somebody who has your back? Why would you, to be a traitor? Yeah. They're already a number for you. Yeah. And they're a number that can, you know, can die. I think I, think I would pick John because John had suspicions towards Phaedra as well. John would have been my pick. I think, or uh, I like John. This is what I have. She I said, can't pick CT because they're too close. Well, to me, I, I think CT is one of, if not the the perfect pick besides Peter. So for me, it's either Peter or CT. I think Peter's a good option because he's a perfect shield. Yeah. People are already on him, and he either dies. Yeah, he doesn't get the option this time. He has to die. The ultimatum yeah. is a big deal. Winner go home, Pete. Yeah. Winner go home, Pete. And then with CT, Skeeter. he might he might be better because he has everyone's ear and he's known for essentially playing his own game. He's not going to play his game based on his friends. So How about how creepy Phaedra was when she was like, I think you're smart, I think you're clever, I think you're a crazy cool killer with me. I was like, if some girl asked you out on a date in that same energy, you'd be like, stage seven, clinger. No. You would. I would say You're sex crazy. is probably awesome. <laughs> yeah, until you end up in her trunk. Put me in the trunk, yeah. Pedro. She's the type of girlfriend where, like, you're like, I love her, guys, but if I ever end up missing, check the trunk of her car. Yeah, and her house and her condo. Yeah. Uh, all of it. Why do you have this extra room with three freezers back here, babe? <laughs> Um, I hunt ox yeah. in the wintertime. Uh, okay, so, uh, look, I also kind of feel like Kate's uh, innocence uh, and humor is, like, what makes her likable. fair attitude, how she's just like, oh, whatever. It only works if you're not a traitor. Right. Yeah, once you're a traitor, that's it. You're anxious. Yeah. You know what I mean? But she, I mean, she had, I mean, here's the thing. She wasn't given a choice. It's like, do you want to stay in the yeah. game that's or do you want to go home? And you, you want to stay in the game. Yeah, that's why if you're going to go for John, if you're going to go for Peter again, like now is the only time because that was going to be another question. Is there anyone in the house that would choose to die? No, right? Of course not. No. You mean, choose? I mean, do you ever play a game and choose to lose? <laughs> like here, you can either play or you can lose. Yeah, you can switch positions or you can lose. <laughs> what a weird thing. Um, so, yeah, so uh, I loved how Dave, <laughs> I love how Kate's asking about, like, oh, yeah, like what happened before? And she's uh, she's oh, describing Dan as toast with no butter or jam. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> that was great. He's um, not going to like being on the podcast. No. <laughs> well, he doesn't have to know that. Hey, so I'm sitting outside with a fucking uh, cup on the wall listening to you talk shit about him. 
and how I think he's the greatest reality television show competitor of all time. Hey, if he listens to the show, which is free on YouTube, he would know uh, how we feel about him. Okay, so uh, we'll we'll wrap this up real soon. So how do you think uh, Phaedra handled the situation? Because right after breakfast, she had a conversation with CT, and then Trishel, like, comes in. This is the night after she tried to murder her. Like, how do you think she handled that? Like... I think she's doing well. I think that it's t- I think it's tough once the bloodhounds start sniffing at you, right? It's really hard to turn the attentions a different direction. And that's what I'm seeing is she's doing the best she can with her experience as a lawyer, you know, as a basketball wife. I'm sure there's a lot of lying that goes into that career. Um, oh, who was she married to? Wasn't she on uh, Housewives of something? Oh, was she's on something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, no, um, I'm sure. Maybe but- I have her show wrong and I'm an asshole again, but. <laughs> There's some dramatic. I think she's doing the best she can with the hand she's dealt at this point. But also, I don't think Parvati was the best. Uh, other, they they should have picked someone else, and that would have kept her cleaner. So that's the danger of letting someone else play their game, right? Like I think she did a good job of letting other people make the choices as a trader, yeah, and then like, like steer them in the direction, but make them think it's their choice. Yeah, make them make them think it's their choice. Because now she might not have picked Parvati. You know what I yeah, mean? She, she definitely wouldn't have. I don't think yeah. that's her idea. Um. Yeah. yeah so. CT before the daily mission, he comes. I'm sorry, Peter before the daily mission comes up to CT and says, Hey, like, who are you leaning? He looks him right in the dead in the eye and goes, You, bro, <laughs> you. Yeah. Do you think CT is not doing a good enough job of like kind of understanding that Pete has been right for the most part of this game? <sighs> or he knows exactly what he's doing. I think CT knows what he's doing. And I think everyone said Peter's name and CT jumped on that bandwagon. I just think that he's playing the numbers. Yeah, he's playing the numbers. Whether he's wrong or right, he's safe because he's yeah. playing hard with an open heart and an honest heart. Right. When in reality, he's puppet master. Oh, for sure. So the daily mission, they go to this church. It's kind of eerie. It's kind of weird. Um, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. They have to shoot a crossbow through these stained glass windows. And this is where Phaedra made her huge mistake. Talk about it. She should have just kept going in the order because... Even if they lose all the money. Even if you want to lose all the money, but you already... Trishel already made a, a, a play for you. So you reversing the order when it was clear that with what everyone was doing, she was going to be safe. They're all spot on with this. Phaedra, that was a huge mistake. It made you look like a traitor. Even if it was Sandra who brought it up. Mm-hmm. So they spent it means seven work, It either means you're a traitor or you're working with a traitor. Mm-hmm. Because why would like if, if like why would you care? So the like, logic was that Sandra, or I'm sorry, the logic was they t- taken seven shots at CT and and lost whatever two grand or whatever. Yeah. And for that reason, okay, I'm gonna try to go for Trichelle. If you can sell that and you feel like you can sell that to me, it's like I want to make sure I stay in line. I'm not doing anything that can be misconstrued as something going against the group. Even if Sandra brought it up, in fact, 
it kind of gives you an opportunity to hold Sandra in check and be like, no, like we'll just do the fair thing. Right. Missed the opportunity for her. So, um, yeah. So CT, this is something that like, if someone else does it, it could be brought up at the round table, but CT, whenever Alan asks him if he wants a shield, he goes, yeah, shields are cool. Shields are nice. If it's anyone else doing that, it's getting brought up at the round table. Like, why didn't you want a shield? Why didn't you, why, what, what, you're not afraid of dying. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid of being banished. <coughs> That is true. So that is a huge point. But he's at like that's what I'm saying. He's getting away with a lot. Yes, a lot of things that other people wouldn't. Yeah, maybe because they trust him. And look, we know we know CT's an actor. That's true. He's I, a. Tra oh, I always forget that he's a hey. trained actor. There he is. Welcome back to the Zach Nichols podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Zach Nichols. And we here with us is the hardest person to get in the studio. <laughs> it's like trying to get. Friggin' Whitney Houston after she Come died on. in the studio. That's not true. Yeah, you're, we got, you're we, giving me a bad runway already. I just got We've been reaching out to you since we found out you were on Treaters. We were amped. We were amped. I was amped too. And then I get this email and it's like back and forth, right? It's been chaotic. And, and listen, you don't know us. You don't, you know. Right. So the reason I'm here is, is because I'm close with Pierre's cousin. And he sent me a text like, Will you do my, my cousin's podcast? I'm like, for sure. And then things kind of, it's just crazy, right? Right. And then I email Pierre. He's like, oh, I didn't think you wanted to come on because we were bashing on an episode. I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't even hear the episode. So, like, I, I'm coming in fresh. Listen, there's, there's some we time. everyone. There's like, some I mean, here's the thing. We bashed me for episodes. <laughs> yeah, no. There's some timeline things going on. But the fact is, is you're here in studio. I'm excited to be Mr. here. Mr. Dan Giesling. I love the studio audience, by the way. Thank you, man. Yeah, Thank they you come so every single time. It's impressive. Yeah, here, man. It's, impressive. it's a lot of people. Yeah. So um, thanks for coming through, man. Congratulations on being on uh, the brand new season of Traders, which you were the star for a couple of weeks. Uh, how was that uh, experience as a whole before we dive in? It was, you know what? Going there, playing was awesome. Like, I feel like I'm the luckiest guy. I'm a normal guy. I get to go do something like that and come home to normal life. But after was really the shock for me. Oh, like, yeah. when we were there... Everyone got along, you know, like you make moves against each other and then you, I get out and it's like, man, people are firing bullets at each other. And I, maybe I was naive. I just didn't expect this after stuff because it wasn't like that when we were there at right. all. Right. So here's my question. Yeah. I watched both of your seasons of Big Brother okay. um, in the last year because I didn't watch Big Brother until in the last year I got, you know, I started watching Paulie and Josh. And so I yeah. went back, people were like, you got to watch this season, you got to watch that season. And the... If I'm not mistaken, your last season of Big Brother was in 2012. 12. So it's been a while. So social media has also changed. <laughs> yes. Just things, a little bit. That's the biggest point we made is I was like, things have changed a lot since you were last on TV. And um, I think one of the biggest ones is that there's people who have done numerous shows, right? You did the two seasons of Big Brother and then disappeared. Did you ever get asked to do anything else? Yeah. Yeah. I would get pitched probably a show a year, show every other year. And it's just like, no, no. Like, I don't want to do Amazing Race. Why? I, because it's not me. Like, okay. I'd my aspirations were never to go and do the next show. For me, it was as a kid, I saw Big Brother. I loved it. I love Survivor. That's what was like my true love. But I'm like, I'm not going to survive 40 days. I'm, I'm not like, starving. Yeah. Yeah. You're real with yourself. Yeah. yeah. But I'm like, big brother. I'm like, the dude that I saw win, I'm like, he's not athletic. He just can outthink people. And I'm like, I can do that. So I get on, I win, and then I get invited again. And it was fun. But I don't, I didn't want to do like the challenge reach out. I don't want to do you that. You got the reach out. Yeah. You got but, a call but, from the challenge? Yeah. And I've never, okay. I've never seen it. But my impression of it 
is that it's like Big Brother with alcohol, and I just see clips of dudes with black helmets on just mashing each other's brains <laughs> yeah. out. I'm like, you guys saw me walk in. Like, your two-year-old son is the same size. No, nah, you know nah, he's I mean? dense. He is dense. I'll give you that. He's but a like, big kid. But, so, like, I give you a lot of – first of all, like, that is a, a call that people die for yeah. and, like, really, really yearn for. So the fact that you turned it down says a lot about you. And, and It was a long just, time ago. I mean, still, it was like – Whatever. Matter. Ten years ago, whatever it is. I mean, you're, you're still – gonna do the opportunities that are right for you that says a lot about your character well i mean i don't know about that i think i'm just self-aware you know like i got an email for the traders last season i read like the first two sentences delete because like i don't to me for to come back like i gotta understand what's going on and the first season of traders you read the the description you're like eh. and then you watch the show and me, you're like that's it's like, incredible yeah i mean the the everything cinematography it was amazing and so then when it they is a cool it, guess, project to be a part of yeah it was it felt special mm -hmm. and different but most importantly it was the game yeah and i'm like this is a new game it's not what i'm comfortable with but i want to give it a shot did you it. feel pressure because of your success on big brother to be a trader um because i feel like if you go in saying you want to be a trader you're a gamer because that's a tough role it was a lot harder than i thought but i didn't want to come out of retirement and sit on the sidelines and i just felt like if you're a faithful like you're just just waiting to get picked off oh so, yeah and this all makes sense because it's not about the money it's not necessarily about the money for you you choose games that you want to play that you think you can win if it was about the money for you to done amazing race you would have done survivor you would have done the challenge just to get the check right yeah but you just want you want to go and you want to compete. Well, the, well don't get me wrong because i still got to work but to me, oh, the, I'm not saying you're. Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying the money's got to be right for, for right. me to even get in the door. Gotcha. You know? And because I just think I would, if I got chosen to be a trader, I'd be like, at first I thought I would love it. Now I, I know I would probably not be good at it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just there's too many angles for me, and there's no hey, you still got to take me out and eliminate. That's where I was like, you got to take me out, right? Yeah. I liked that about about the challenge. Um, but I also think I could be a good faithful because I'm really good at riding that line and just kind of staying out of everyone's hair. Being a trader seems so difficult because not only are you trying to work with someone, you're also trying to jockey with that other trader to be like, hey, eventually one of us is going to get found out. And not only I'm working with you, but I got to make sure that when they do start to get the guy on our trail, they're sniffing your ass, not mine. Yeah, it's me and you. And right. hey, sorry, Pierre, you're the first one to go because it's. And I, I've seen a few of the season. I haven't seen them all. But at some point, a trader has to go, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like all three traders are all four. Never. They're not making it to the end. Right. So it's just, for me, that one of the shocks was that when you make that move, like people on social media didn't understand that it wasn't a petty move. Like, that's not how I play. Like, I'm not I'm not making a move to be petty. I'm making a move because you're in my way to win. Yeah, we'll get we'll, 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 well, yeah. that. I, mean, I, I don't think we thought, I don't think we hated it on the move again. You uh, did because you love Fade. I did, and, I, and I'll get into my but reasons I, why. I, I was like, you're scrambling here because here's that, like, you're scrambling here. So I understood the get a trader out because then yeah. it, I understood that. Of course. Um, that no. wasn't your mistake. Your mistake was not committing to something sooner. Right. Yeah, no, my my issue was I think my issue was is like like we're talk we're like five episodes in, you know. <laughs> we're like literally like whenever whenever you're out, you know, whenever oh, you got like yeah, whenever six, but it's close. six. Okay. Yeah. I, another, give me the yeah. Thank you. It's another credit to how long you were there. So like to me, I didn't feel the preparation and setting it up. So it seemed like it was you're going home, bro, regardless. Like yeah. you're not last you're not winning this game, in my opinion. Like yeah. like you're 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 just not 
going to. So to take her down with you, I, I did not like it. You know, yeah. I did not like it. And I thought that she had played a great game and that was the only sense of just a little chink in her armor. Look, it's like a windshield here in Michigan, right? Yeah. There's a small crack, but then the winter time, is gonna get a real cold and it's gonna crack fast. So like, I just didn't like that part. But but um, to be I said, get it. But you're making I, the assumption that I'm going to that round table and I'm thinking I'm dead. Like you said, you watched the last two seasons of Big Brother. There's times when like my back's against the wall, but I'm never thinking I'm out of this game. And so even yeah. though things were like rocky, I'm like, okay, I can pin these things on Phaedra if this works. I'll see at the end of the game. It right. just didn't work out. Yeah. She had too many people yeah. that were her friends. I, yeah. wait, I waited too yeah. long. To yeah, start. you waited too long. Yeah. And, and like I said, and I, so I really thought that the the mistake on your part, because giving them traitor blood is 100% what you had to do yeah. to stay in the game. I thought using maybe, hey, maybe Pavardi was the one, Parvati was the one that gave you the cup or that gave the cup, like maybe throwing something that because it's a legit thing yeah. Yeah. that people still haven't figured out to plant, this day. Yeah, plant a seed like that. Yeah. But you never, I mean, listen, it, this it, is like. No, no, it was, of course, it was like, retrospective. It was, it was hectic. It was a lot harder than I thought. But talking about that, one thing that shocked me was that when Alan came in and it was like, someone's been poisoned, we don't know who yet. No one stepped back and said, hey, did someone give you a cup? Did someone give you a plate? That was never discussed. And mm -hmm. I was like, that would be the first thing I would say right. as a faithful. And it just kind of slipped by. But the game was so fast. And I never really adapted well to it. I think so. We've been covering three episodes at a time. And obviously, we're watching it in real time. And, like, first episode, yeah, I would love to be a trader. I think it would be good at it. Second, yeah, no, this is getting tough. He came in today like, dude, get, I do not want to have the stress on me. Like, no, I couldn't. I don't think it would be the stress. It would be keeping my lies straight, number one. But also, there's, like, a... You probably watched Sari do it. She yeah. Made it look, she made it look effortless. Masterclass. So it's like you have to push, 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 but have someone being like, I'm the, like almost what Bergie did with, uh, like Bergie would have been, if Bergie was a trader, he'd been playing perfect because he was letting Pete do everything, do everything. And he was there too, but it was Pete. And then you got to back off, yeah. right? And you know, and I, and but Sari made it look easy. And it just, there's too many angles for me without the ability to just, for me, it was always like, well, fuck it. I'm going into elimination round and you got to get me out that way. That always was comforting. But I would be a good faithful. I would suck at being a traitor. <laughs> um, but we got to talk about this because this was what got me so fired up and probably so critical on you later in the game was, first of all, like they say a lot of times, like if they talk about the best big, big brother player of all time, your name always gets brought up. Um, Round of applause for Dan yeah. Giesling, please. Regardless, they're oh, they always are going to bring you up. Um, so I'm fired up. Andrew from Michigan, big Michigan. I mean, I'm from Michigan, so I always want to root for the people from Michigan. Uh, and then you do, you eliminated bananas very first. You didn't yeah. even give this guy who's got more reality television experience than anybody else, probably besides Flavor Flay, and you got rid of him first. And so everyone, including me and him, were like, dude. Dan came out of retirement with a fucking rocket ship shoved up his ass. Yeah, dude. Like this guy came in and said, "I'm gonna," because Johnny just got done. Did you watch uh, House of Villains? No, I don't watch a ton. of It was TV. a little bit more like silly, like slapstick summer camp type thing. Yeah. But Johnny ran the game and he played mental games with everyone, so he's coming hot off of that. And here you come, and you're like, "I'm not even gonna give you a chance to open your mouth." Boom. See ya. You know that hurt him. 
I, but that's the thing. I don't think like that. I don't think like <laughs> let me let me hurt your feelings. I'm thinking, oh. okay, here's a dude that's won seven, eight shows. Yeah, seven. Don't give me eight. Oh, whatever. <laughs> and on top of that, he's got his boy in there with him. CT. One of them has to go. Mm-hmm. And and at that point, yeah. you have limited time. I connected a little bit more with CT, where I'm like, okay, he seems like a little bit more even keeled. Where I could, <laughs> I, I, I'm like in my head, I'm like, I see bananas at this round table. I'm thinking we're good, and it just all of a sudden throws a curveball. And like so. so to me, this the way I look at it is if I'm coming after you day one, it's out of respect. It's because no, for sure. Yeah, but I that was not. Yeah, rece- that, that message was not received. Well, apparently, I don't think someone who like we all know Johnny loves the the light. He loves the shine of the cameras. You sent him home before he even got to wear his second outfit. Are you kidding me? That absolutely destroyed him. He actually almost had some emotion in his forehead. But you know but what I'm saying? Thing, it's like you're in the way of winning. Like I may like you, but if you're in my way and Listen. I liked him and that was the thing for me, I get out and yeah. he's like blasting me. I'm like, bro, I thought we were cool. But, you know, I, oh, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I, and I knew as soon as you did that, I'm like, you know, that, it's not personal. That's that's no, it's, it's not, not to you, but to him, that, that was literally the, the worst thing you can do to Johnny is get rid of him first. That is like, it's so funny. So everyone was like, holy shit, Dan is here to play. And I think then it just got like kind of like anyone who's in that position, you have to deal with so many conversations coming at you and you have to be careful what you say. And I almost think your mind was like, the less I give them, the less they're going to suspect me. But then it was like, until you didn't give them anything, then they're like, well, shit, the only yeah. person who's not tag teaming or jumping on a bandwagon was 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 Dan. Yeah. And that's what kind of kills you. And that's where I was like, it was just so, no offense, it was anticlimactic. Yeah. Like, because I was, I literally... Because I mean, dude, you faked your own funeral on national TV. It's hard to talk. You, 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 like, yeah. like, you were the New York Times, as like they literally there was a. I mean, there's an article that said best Big Brother player ever. So we're all like, here we go, grab yeah. your popcorn, and you go. I got a secret, but I'll tell you guys tomorrow at one thirty in the afternoon. Can't tell you, but I definitely have it what all. Are you thinking, oh, I'm but, gonna sleep on it a little yeah. bit. I'll sleep on it a little bit. But you know what you did? The wave that you created when you threw up both the other traders is now. It just gave them hell to deal with. But but that what my intention was the whole my whole strategy once because when I come into one of these situations I have a really slow burning game and I get which to, is smart. Yeah, but like I'm just not the person to walk in a room with twenty people and fight and like to talk. I like I'm one on one couple mm-hmm. people at a yeah. time. So I did that. But my move was to be quiet so that you never like I don't know the saying but the more quiet you are the more respected when you talk like yeah. i'm not throwing crazy yeah. theories out there your words mean more when there's when they're few and far between that's what i was trying to build up that plays into my personality and then so i thought okay hey i'm a quiet faithful when i say a name and if i prove to them that i get it right as a trader why wouldn't they listen to me the rest of the game mm-hmm. i just you know i didn't execute it well i think it was timed late and on to me, that's only part of it. The other part is some of these players are dogs. Like that's Phaedra, <laughs> Phaedra carved me up. My you next question I mean? was literally going to be: Reality TV. Do you feel like it's gotten more savage? The savagery has gone way up since because since you've left reality TV, you know people have stolen a million dollars from a partner. People have you know done a lot of backstabbing things. Whereas maybe it wasn't. Don't you feel like the original idea of reality TV was a fun-loving slapstick comedy summer camp type thing? And now it's become just almost like a, a savage 
game everything you know i think the first two times i was on reality tv was with like civilians i guess that's the term like just no that's fine that's actually very like everyone starts out as a civilian yeah random this one like seasoned vets Mm -hmm. you know and i i I never thought that a good point i I never thought took that into account like fader's been on tv our whole life right and we didn't either as like we're thinking this guy he he's one you're right he's one big brother twice almost second once one first i mean either way that's tough to do big brother's tough um but at the same time, it's like you're right. You did great twice, yeah. but you have those two two times. Yeah. Everyone else has played this game or been on TV year after year after year against other reality television. They've been yeah. sharp steel, sharp and steel. So or iron on iron, or how yeah. you say it. I got know? I got two things. So number one, I want to uh, ask you the rumor directly. Okay. Yeah. Would did you demand that you had to be a trader to come on the show? No. So okay. so the way sure. it worked is when they pitched me. I'm with, you know, the two uh, showrunners, and they're like, hey, what do you want to be, faithful or trader? I'm like, look, I'm not com- coming out of retirement to be a faithful. We're like, well, we can't promise you that. The other thing they told me is they're like, hey, this is not, like, they're like, what's your strategy? I'm like, laying it out, da-da-da-da-da. They're like, Dan, this is not that kind of game. It's a much faster game. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, I got this. So they, like, told me what I was going to do is not going to work. So anyways, I didn't know. And then, like, the day before we get put in the castle, the head of NBC and the head of Studio Lambert walk in, and they're like, hey, do you want to be a faithful or a traitor? The head of NBC? Yeah, well, NBC Unscripted. Well, for sure, yeah, either way. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm in my pajamas. Like, I didn't ex- <laughs> Like, I'm like, what? Like, you just, just, normally you get a heads up if they're coming. And they're like, what do you want to be? And I pitched them on why I should be a traitor. And they started laughing. And I'm like, so am I a traitor? And they're like, we don't know yet. I go, what do you mean we don't know yet? We're about to go in the <laughs> castle tomorrow. And then they said they didn't decide until, like, the final 15 hour before you know wow, that's wild yeah because yeah. I'm, I'm i'm sure it's not just it's a lot of people have to see the picture see the interviews they ship them back to the uh headquarters and then yeah. there's a table of people who watch it all it's not just yeah. two people making that decision they put a lot of thought into yeah, it right sure. but i mean i think you were the obvious choice i mean i just i was so glad i had the opportunity to do that because otherwise it could have worked out like you know your buddy where like i could have been the first one bounce and at least right. for me My like buddy. yeah i love like, you bu- didn't say his name your buddy yeah uh, no, but we have the reunion well, to shoot so i'll like, give a shot oh, no, okay. I, we, I leave tomorrow to go shoot the reunion oh, yeah. thanks for making time for us yeah. man no, no no thanks for reunions are fun if you i mean you're just gonna have to talk to bananas for a little bit he's gonna put but here's the thing he's a performer here's the thing i i like all the the hard thing for me was in Big Brother, there's people who are like, man, I can't wait to get this person out of here. Like, they're, you know, like, yeah. they're grinding me. I liked everyone there. Bananas included, Phaedra. Yeah. Like, I liked everyone. So right. it was a little shock to me yeah. to see everyone so no. upset. <laughs> For sure. Well, that was the second thing I was going to say. Like, in today's day and age, especially with the challenge, talking shit and really trying, to, literally trying to embarrass someone else is Part of the name of the game. But for me, it's not. Like, yeah. To me, and I think, like, I'll play these games. I'm going to play as hard as I can against you, but I'm not going to rip on you where you're from, your fan. Like, that's just not me. Right. And so yeah, yeah. I know that's probably the antithesis. I was of, like, brought up yeah. in a different type of reality <laughs> yeah. television. MTV and CBS. Yeah. Like, we talked well, about a lot, especially with no, CBS well, going I, to the I, I've been through that. Like, people always come at me, but I, that's just not me. You know, yeah. like, that's not who I am. So Yeah. No, I have a mouth on me. I have a sharp tongue. So <laughs> I, I fit well into that challenge group. So much so that production hates me. Yeah. <laughs> so Janelle, um, who you played Big Brother with, right? Um, she comes on the show hot, just super selfish, and yeah. always going for shields. She and was like box, the but it's not she was the opposite of you. But it's not selfish. That's who she is. She just wants to win everything at all times, regardless of how it will look 
from a strategic standpoint. Oh, yeah. That's and, who she is. Hey, look, I, I don't got a problem with yeah. I love when she boxed out Ekin Sue for yeah. this for the, for yeah. the shield. She sure. put she put her hip on hip and she made sure she was getting that. But that's that why shield. she's never won a show. That's why she gets closest because I think she makes herself too big of a target. Always. I mean, she she's always gonna be a huge target, but the difference with her is she can win her way oh, yeah. out of a lot of situations. Oh, for sure. Know? But when that's, you that's win that deal. much People start to see it, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. That Big Brother's a game. I would, I'd be gone like second or first, probably. Yeah. I would suck at Big Brother. <laughs> well, I like. Don't be wrong. Like, there's something really, really that you just love about someone who wears their heart on their sleeve. Their problem is if you wear your heart in your sleeve and you're wrong, that that backlash, that wave. I remember what you said. That wave comes back hard. Like when it comes back, it comes back. And she. Would have been a big asset to this house had she stuck around. Um, same thing with Johnny, had he stuck around. But you made sure that both of them didn't last as long as you Well, did. and that's the thing. When Janelle came at me, it'd be like, you guys going at each other. Like, really? Like, I thought we had this understanding <laughs> right. of, like, no matter what, I'm not murdering Janelle. Like, it's just not happening. If her name comes up just because we'd played together, you know, we're friends in real life, it just feel like... It went until the very end. So when she came at me, I was just like, I got it. Like, I'm not mad at her, but I was just like, okay, yeah, bro, yeah. there was other people we could have won. Kind of, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the thing with friends a lot of times is you play the game and it's like, okay, who's going to make the first move? Yeah. And he didn't expect it. I, I And I wouldn't either. If but me and Zach are on a show together, I'm kicking his ass. Right away. <laughs> you all <live. laughs> Uh, no um so have you been watching um since you've been off yeah or? yeah okay, cool it's, so it's been a different experience though because in big brother you're not you don't have to watch it when you get off it's over because it's live well most not you i mean everyone else has to watch it maybe in your case and you know uh cody and nicole a few other people but jury but what's the jury the greats everyone else can watch a majority of the season i don't even know what a jury is so this was like you know i was bummed i didn't win right like well, it, to me it's like no it's like win or failure and then you get over it and then the show's not airing so you're like okay i'm over it it's like Life i did my on. best yeah and then the show airs and you're like okay and then another that. week comes and it's like every week you're reliving like man here's my list of 15 things i wish i would have done different let me add number 16 yep. you know and, oh yeah but so it was a, it was a humbling experience for sure well <laughs> i mean like we said you know 12 years since you were on team yeah. which is crazy to me because i mean i guess you were were you married when you got into reality television first one no second one yes yeah because that's when it starts to get tough when you got to leave wife oh. and kids and i understand saying no to everything else when you have yeah. wife and kids because i've said no to everything um I had a lot more time as a single person, but yeah, I just think like it's. I mean, I guess you know it's been a while, and well, it's awesome to see like. I, how, I know what you're gonna say you're gonna say what, dude? How how come they're inviting you after ten years? That's no, 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 not at all. He's hyped. He was. No, I get it. I was like, this guy's gonna kill him. No, no, no. That is definitely not. It's in fact, he made a very big point to say like, look at all these reality TV stars that are coming back, and we're it seeing awesome. it in the challenge where like a lot of these older cats are coming back and like no no we're all for it because you're you guys are what made reality tv so great in the first place well the thing that's mind-blowing to me is that it took so sharon vaughn who's the head of nbc unscripted she's the first person to take like known entities that maybe have been dormant but people know and like and at least so smart and put them in the same show like how has this never happened it really like well what, the contract a lot of the contracts that people have to sign you have exclusivity this and that yeah and, but usually like a year right right you know? yeah i mean but you're right it's crazy that it's taken this long to get this did you play against any big brother people i played against paulie okay i played against josh Help me with this. Natalie. 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 She hated <laughs> That's me. the one I always remember. Oh, Victor. N Natalie. Natalie uh, Negrati. She was okay. on, uh, okay. 
She's she Venezuelan, right? Yes. My grand, yeah. Yeah, this, yeah. Um, my grandma's from there. We, I mean, we haven't played, but we, um, you know, we've interviewed uh, a few Big Brother people, um, and, and as well too. Yeah. Uh, how do you think that game corresponds to? I know you haven't watched a ton of the challenge, but I traders or you don't or, watch the challenge. I haven't watched anything. The only thing I watched after, so like CT told me about this backpack thing. You never saw that. <laughs> I never saw that. What like, do you think when you saw it? Oh, I was just like, bro, like see, like I saw CT as a kid on Real World Paris, and it was like. <sighs> And like all these scenes. angry, and I met time. him in real life. I'm like, this dude's so chill, and it's like a, uh-huh. you know. And then when I went and saw that clip, I'm like, that's how I remember CT. And when I met him, that's what I expected. Yeah. But he's like, you know, it takes like, yeah. a while to get him angry. And Johnny had been doing that for years. <laughs> Trust me. And also, like, yeah, like the first time I met CT was in the airport for Rivals Two, and same thing. He was that's he got in, that that next day he got in a fight with like seven people in the pool. But when I met him, he came up to me, gave me like a dapped it up hug. We had a meal. He was really cool. And I'm like, what's going on is, here? Is he like, <laughs> I don't think I understand because I don't understand. I've never watched Challenge. Is he like Mount Rushmore Challenge or is he just well respected in like the MTV? He is the the, the challenger of Challenger. If you, like, I, he's the guy. He is him and the Mount Rushmore, him and Bananas are always there. But I think people would give CT the nod. Really? Because even though he's won less. His game, he does, it's almost like the Babe Ruth effect or the Bo Jackson effect. CT, like the backpack thing. Yeah. When you have that type of allure to your game, yeah. people are going to always, like Johnny wins, but Johnny wins like Cal Ripken won. You know, like they're doing the work. Playing you know, a lot of Playing game. a lot of game. CT has those home run hits, those like, iconic moments. Those iconic moments that become like folktale. Like him putting bananas on his back. Like I watched it live um, when it happened on the show. Um, and I just remember as it happened, I didn't even notice myself standing up, staring at the TV. Like it was because like <laughs> strapping another human to your back, even if they're less weight than you, you just see him like and then he gets them. And I'm like, that takes some Herculean strength. Well, that's interesting to me because CT to me seems so like humble. He is like, yeah, like I you saying that he's the guy. I'm like. That's interesting because versus the other, he's others. like a, he's like a he's like a mystical creature on the challenge. Really, he's but so he's like super well revered. Everyone loves. Oh him. Oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. like from a fan perspective, like as I talk to a lot of fans, if you ask somebody to say they're Mount Rushmore, the probability that he's not on it, if you name four guys, is zero zero percent. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of one, two, three, or four. Got you know, For a lot and of them, and he, most of the time it's not even four. that intimidating. CT, that's who it was. But as he like got more and more respected in the game, he almost became more and more like that, like just really awesome like uncle, rootable like uncle yeah, who yeah. will teach you things and help you with things, but then will take you in the backyard and beat you like eleven zero in pickup. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, man. that's a great perspective. So he's, he's super. Li- I mean, the show is super likable. Like oh I, there gosh. was no one there that didn't. Like oh yeah, him. and he yeah. yeah yeah no CT Be- is great. Before we get into being a trader and some of the rules, I am a, I have a question. So when it comes to Johnny, it was did he do something in the house that was like charismatic or did he do anything where you're like, man, this guy's just too likable. Or are you just looking at the numbers and saying one of these guys got to go? No, there's a couple things. One, I didn't like that. It was him and CT, right? Like to me, that's an issue like that. They could run the whole thing. So one of them's got to go. Number one, number two, he won a lot. Number three, interacting with both. I'm like, one of these guys got to go. Who could I see myself working with? Who have I connected more with? And you're from Michigan, so you chose not the California kid. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, it's like, who do I think is going to be more unpredictable? And it's him. And so, like, at that point. And the other thing, too, that played a factor is 
he didn't get a shield. And I'm like, how many times is this cat not going to have a shield? Because I know he could probably snap his fingers and get it whenever he wants. And if there's a, this may be my only shot to get him. Yeah, he could have been safe on his first uh, challenge on uh, House of Villains, but he gave that up too because I think he sees it as a smart move. But at the same time, you got to think of it as like, Johnny, you're damn near the king of reality TV. Like, you not going for the shield, you need to be more on, like, Janelle's vibe. Yeah, right. She Janelle, was scared. I mean, she, yeah. she was scared because, like, listen, she's known as a gamer. She's known as the girl who wins a lot of competitions, and she does. Yeah. And, and so she, her going for the shield, I get it. It was super selfish and a little bit overzealous for <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. See, I love well, that. I'm like, when I saw her do that, I'm like, these. You, you wouldn't do it. <laughs> no, heck no, because yeah. I think it's a bad strategic move. Oh, to it's do terrible. That. But watching her do that and then seeing the reaction, I'm just like, this is watching Janelle, like, in the wild. This yeah. is what she yeah. does. In her natural habitat. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it was hilarious because like you would never not knowing johnny or not knowing the the challenge yeah. you would never understand the audacity he would say like the audacity for you to kill me first yeah. and we're like we're over here like of course like that guy is gonna be the most offended oh, person on earth so... and you're just like not understanding like <laughs> I, how... I mean, like i can i guess i can relate because it's really important to him but the thing is is like I never heard from him. So it's like, hey, like he never messaged me like, hey, why did you do that? It was just like. No, he was writing tweets and he has. Listen, it was like, bam, 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 bam. Johnny writes tweets and he saves them so then he just has them to copy and paste and release them. He puts them in his notes and he fires them off. So so this and I don't take anything personal. What and I haven't like I saw him in New York. We said like hi, bye. Picture of all you guys. You put a clown (laughs) over your face. That's so Johnny. Here's what I think. This is my, and I haven't talked, I'm sure, after the reunion, I'll find out everything. I think it's like wrestling kayfabe. That's how I'm taking it. Meaning, like, hey, we're wrestling, we're going at each other. Like, when the show's over, like, you know, wrestling's real, but it's not. Yeah. And it's, so I'm thinking, like, when the show's over, he's going to be like, hey, dude. He's a showman. Johnny's yeah. being like Conor McGregor. Yeah. Like, he well, was that's, there. What I'm, that's what I'm assuming. I, I think so, yeah. too. But here's the thing if you ever see him around a, a bunch of cameras, He's going to do anything he can to embarrass you and send you home first. Hell hath no fury like a scorned banana. He says that himself, and it's true. But I'll tell you that. I don't have to worry about that. because Yeah, if you he, don't go back, you don't have to worry about no, it. No, so, well, he, he didn't do it to me, you know? Not yet. What do you think I'm going back to play any other games now? <laughs> what if you go back? What if you both go back for another Traders? That'd be interesting. Yeah. you bet. Now that's ah. when you really got to send it back. For real. <laughs> but see, that's to me, that's when I elevate is like if I have, not to me, but if there's a sworn enemy, like I'll extend the olive branch. I got no problem working with, I mean, people that oh, want yeah. to come after me. You know? Oh, no, he sure. does He does too, but he will. He's known for getting screwed over and then coming back and getting them back. Oh, really? Oh, John, yeah, oh. Johnny is a vengeful. But he's got played before? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, I, he still owes me one. <laughs> See, here's my thing. How do you win seven, eight times if you're getting duped? Because I don't watch, I, you know. So here's the thing. Here's what happened. Johnny came on the show, uh, the challenge, and he was, he went home first in his first challenge, too. And then he made the right friends. He put in the work. He got himself into shape. And then he had a couple of wins. Boom, boom, boom. Like three in a row where it was like, oh, crap. And then once he had all those wins, then he went into the next couple seasons with this, like, a lot, very strong alliance who always had his back. They stayed very true. And, and is, it, are these alliances based on outside relationships? Yes. Okay, Almost I get it. all the challenge after your first season, like, as soon as the calls start going out, the text messages, the DMs, are you going? Are you going? And you start making people start making deals like months before. They told us some stories, CT and and I think bananas about like production doesn't treat you guys very well. Oh no, no, you don't have to whisper that. Production treats us like trash yeah, on the channel. And I'm like, they're saying like some dude had his like wrist messed up, and they're like, hey, yeah, they're like, yeah. hey, I gotta go see the medic, and they're like, 
if you go, then you're done, and we're not going to. I'm like, this is nuts to me. Like, why would you? I put spent yourself seven this? days in the ICU on a dialysis machine after one of the finals, and uh, afterwards, I told the producer, the head producer, I'm like, okay. bro, something's wrong. I need to go to the hospital. He goes, you're fine. He tossed me a banana. Then I went to the hospital because I finally fought it because I was pissing blood. And I told, we get there, and the, the doctor's like, you need to go into ICU. Like, if you don't get hooked up, if you go to bed in a hotel, you'll wake up dead. I called them, and they're like, dude, you're being a wuss. Get back here. Everyone's going out. And the doctor was looking at me like, dude, if you go home, you're going to die. So I was like, I'm going to listen to this doctor. So, yeah, they don't treat us well. I've got a question for you. After this hospital episode? That was my last season. Okay, I was going to say, no judgment. Have, will you do another season? or Because my thing is, like, if you know you're going to get treated like garbage, why go do it? It's like a drug, dude. It's the adrenaline. It's I won a season, and that that check coming in the mail, you're like, I mean, you know what it's like getting yeah. that check. You're like, oh my gosh, it's a difference. I mean, for Michigan, like, yeah. uh, the money goes a lot further in Michigan than it does in California. Yeah. Well, I remember saying after I forget what season it was, but it was like something like twenty or thirty thousand dollars. I was like, literally in Michigan, if I get thirty thousand dollars cash, like, I don't have to work for two years. <laughs> People were like, saying, like, no, that's not true. I'm like, no, the way I live. I don't have to do shit. Maybe not these days, but not uh, anymore. But back then, yeah, yeah. you'll be all right. Um, no, that's great. And uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm gonna turn the question back on you. Yeah. Is there another game other than Traders that could bring you um, out of the house? I mean, it would have to be something new. I was joking with my wife. I'm like, in another ten years, like when I'm fifty, I would like to try Survivor. But like, not my. I have young kids. Like when my kids are like college, two is young. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like I don't want because the thing about the Traders is. I could call home. I could FaceTime my kids. Yeah, that's huge. You know, and it's, I, it I was, was going to ask me, you about it was that. Really yeah. important. I would love to know. Uh, let's talk about the process. Yeah. You, let's just talk about the. Like, yeah. So from day one till you win the show, how long were they saying you're going to be gone on Trader? Three weeks. Oh, beautiful. I know. I know. <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, sign and, me up. And what was like, her name? Shelby what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to have a conference call. No, Go ahead. but it, it was to me is really important. Like, can I FaceTime my kids? Can I know they're okay? And they're like, yep, no problem. I'm yeah. like, really? Like, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, these New Year shows, they're getting, like, even I've heard uh, the Challenge USA on CBS, they are way better with that stuff. Well, th this was mind-blowing to me. So they, the NBC and Peacock has this team called the Wellness Team, and it's probably oh, I've heard 12, 15 people. And their only job is, like, are you okay? Here's a psych. I literally it got, I got a little uncomfortable. Like, I didn't open a door and hold a bag. About halfway through, I'm like, guys, I can carry my own stuff. I can hold my own doors. But they took it so serious about, like, making sure mentally, physically we were okay. And the cool thing for me with doing this show, I knew based on how the producers were, if they had to make a decision, do we look after someone individually or make a great show? I didn't question it. They looked after people individually, which for me. That's rare. It's, it's brilliant. It was wild. Very rare. But I loved it. And yeah. so that made me want to go that much harder and make sure right. I'm 100% invested. Yeah. Not that I wasn't already. From a, um, you know, and, and you know, I, I deal with some talent when we bring people in and we do that. Like we who always is, try right, to. Well, since, since you brought that up, you're good. who is the most difficult to deal with that you brought in here? <laughs> you, you don't just get to grill me here. Probably me. <laughs> the most difficult. Uh, oh, uh, I'm going to take the easy answer. I'm going to say Zach's son, Anthony. Whenever Come he's on. No. <laughs> Listen, we want to have these people back in the future. So our thing fun. is, it's funny. It's funny that you ask because, like, our thing is, is, like, a lot of times we have guests in after we've, you know, been critical. 
but it just happens that way. So once we have the relationship, they know we're going to continue to be critical. Yeah. But you know, the like other fair, like yeah. you can't take criticism. Like say, oh, you screwed up. You still went after Phaedra two weeks earlier. I agree. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's no, not like yeah. I, no, I get sure. it. No, for sure. So uh, my, where where I was going is like I just feel like if for if the talent feels taken care of, they're gonna like you just said, just go the extra mile. Especially so. in a game where you're pretty vulnerable on tv like that yeah. like people are trying to get you know what they're doing so i yeah i get yeah. that but that's i mean that's a stretch like in the challenge you have one talent producer that handles the whole cast and you're only allowed to talk to her and if you get caught asking for anything else like you know it's so stupid so i don't know if you can talk about this but like did you sleep in the house like when did the interviews happen when did the the what do they call it i call it the vestibule over <laughs> uh the yeah, layer yeah so know. everything takes place in the castle everything's there it's i mean it's a massive it's it's we only saw a percentage of the castle that's how big it was yeah <laughs> it's i mean it was pretty wild and and um but the the best thing about it was for me you have i mean i think the average age of the cast was like 40 42 mm -hmm. so like i so you got some adults well that says right? a lot about reality where reality tv is <laughs> at this point the number one know? show is you know it's awesome the, yeah no like the yeah. demographic that watches reality tv is We've aged up 25 to like 55, 60. Like yeah. It's not the young people. But it's like, that's right. what I grew up with. You know, I grew up, Survivor came out when I was like 13 or yeah. 14. And then I was hooked, you know. The last basketball team I coached was at Brighton, mm -hmm. 2020. It was during COVID. That was enough to run me out of public school coaching. But why? I, I couldn't deal with the like. So just imagine a gym. Everyone's got masks on except for me. I wouldn't wear one in the school because yeah. I'm like the scientifically doesn't make sense. But anyways, that was the last time I coached was then. That was a tough. St I I was coaching. I, I had to step out because I'm like I couldn't bring my kids to practice. I mean, the fact that you coached through a COVID that was a. I mean, you're trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Well, you so know? what? Do you have a game? Do you have practice? Is it canceled? right? So, so here's what happened though, and this is why I was like I'm done with this. Is my wife got COVID. I didn't even have it. I called the head coach and he hated it, but he was like, dude, I have to do what I do with everyone because that's the rule. So you yeah. can't come for two weeks or whatever. Um, after two weeks, half the team had COVID. So then when another two weeks where they couldn't even play a game. So now I've gone a month of not being there and then I got it. Yeah. And so then I literally spent yeah. six weeks of the season, not even around the team. And I just felt disconnected. But my point is these are like 16 to 18 year old kids. I'm coaching them. Not a single one of them knows I was on TV, but their parents did. <laughs> and that's when I was like, oh, my gosh, reality TV is completely, it's completely changed. Yeah. And that's why what you're saying is so brilliant, bringing all these people back, is because the fans of reality TV don't really care about new people. They're yeah. like, we have all these old characters that we grew up in our 20s and 30s watching. We want to see them. Yeah, and I get, like, it may limit the opportunity for some, like, civilians to go on, but, like, I want to see Boston Rob. I want to see Sandra compete again. Like, these, like, legendary people, right. like, I'll watch. I'm not going to watch a season of new people. I may watch this season of Survivor. I haven't watched in years, but I'm just, like, I want to see the people that I grew up with because yeah. they're killers. Like, you don't yeah. need to reinvent the wheel. You got the best wheel and right here. the nostalgia of it, yeah, too. Like, too. when they do Challenge All-Stars and they brought back all the people I watch, like, people, you know, I would watch yeah. and everyone would watch when they were younger. You're just like, this is cool. Yeah, there, and now everyone's reason. like a little bit older, like yeah. maybe a step well, slower. And I know? think too, people who are fans of reality TV, they want to see like what's Dan up to after 12 <laughs> years. Like they were such fans, they were invested. So that's the other big part about reality TV is you have people who come on it, become favorites, and then they're like, well, 
it's not really worth it to keep pursuing this. I have a great life at home and that was fun. And then you don't get to hear from them where it's like, there's a market for that. Yeah. You know, what, no, for sure. Where there's, are they at now? There's a reason that there's 10 fast and furiouses and there's seven yeah. Rockies. Well, that's whatever there is. So is the Rockies. But. <laughs> but no, the point is, is like, take, get your stars, have them getting taken care of and, and do that. So you slept in the castle. Yeah. Was it cold? Oh, that's wild. It was cool. Was it cold? Uh, no. They always say castles are drafty. No, it was it was cool. It was Everyone have their own room. Everyone has their own room. There's a security guard and there's a outside noise, of every noise door? machine outside every door. Oh, that's oh, so why CG definitely wasn't getting any anything from Phaedra on the sneak. We were curious. We, we thought CG curious. was just every night. That's why it looks so relaxed at breakfast every morning. Well, so and Phaedra was walking like she had a corn dog up. Hey, her butt. babe. Yeah, just saw you. Yeah, no. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so to get back to that, uh, okay, um, we talked about that's what you turned down. Uh, tell us how you got your start. Did you always want Big Brother? Did you want Survivor first? Like, what was that? I applied to Big Brother, and I actually applied to Survivor first. And back in the day, before you guys, you had to send in, like, a VHS tape. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's how long. Like, I sent no, a, I did that, too. <laughs> I sent a VHS tape in. I get a call back from Survivor. I drive to Chicago in my Ford Taurus, and I go through the casting process, like, just learning, like... I, then I get turned down for Survivor, and I was crushed. But I'm like, you know what? You realize a million people tried out. <laughs> well, I mean, to me, I'm like, I'm going on. So I took the same <laughs> tape, and I changed a little bit, sent it to Big Brother, but I'd already been – it's like the exact process back then. So I was prepared. So you knew the process, and you kind of knew what they were looking for. See, I didn't. Yeah. I told them – I tried to get out of my first interview. I'm like, no. They gave me a packet to fill out in the first casting yeah, thing. I, to, well, I went yeah. to like three different – and they're like, here, fill this out. And I was like – yeah no yeah and was, like really i'm like i'm not filling that out yeah and they're like seriously i'm like i don't give a fuck i'm not filling that out and then i, I they called me that night and they're like hey can you come back and i was like i didn't even fill out your packet <laughs> but yeah i'll be there yeah well, i feel like these days uh big brother they like have a storyboard and then they like pick like okay we, there's this character let's go find this character because we've heard a lot of stories about these days about characters i'm sorry about people trying to build an influence and they get a semi-influence, and then Big Brother producers reaching out to them, be like, "Hey, are you interested in being on TV?" Right. Whereas, like, that's not how reality TV was when we applied. Yeah. It was just a bunch of people in their Abercrombie outfits standing outside a bar in Ann Arbor. And if it happens, it happens. Yeah. If yeah. the right person sees you, you're good. Yeah. So you were able to use your phones. Is it just? Is it just like on demand? Like when you ask for it, or you have it afterwards? No, it was like you had to kind of schedule it, but it Got wasn't it. like a no, no, you can't. You couldn't keep it in your room at night. No, because I mean we'd have access to, to like each other. Actually, that's where we were because like, hey, if you guys are talking on the low, it was you know? monitored too. Like there was someone in there just because like I did could they ask, watch you sleep. No, just on the phone call. Oh. Just on the phone oh, yeah, call. Yeah, so, like, I couldn't ask my wife, like, hey, can you find out any information? Right, right, right. No, for sure. Um, okay, uh, so did you talk about your first uh, Big Brother experience? And, um, you know, was it fun? Was it hard? Oh, it's great. I mean, imagine being 24 and winning a half million dollars. I mean, it was for me, though, I went in there and it was I felt like I grew up a lot. I went in there, thought I, and I thought I was going to win. And the first hour there, I'm yeah, like, you had a rough go. For oh, I'm like, bro, episodes. I'm cooked. I'm like, yeah. I wanted my whole life to get here. And then I I mean, I was a fish out of water. Yeah, You man. were scrambling at first. Yeah, but you settled in. Yeah. But yeah, you were a fish out oh, of water first. But, I was cooked. Yeah. You your know? second one, though, that was the that was the impressive one. Um, and it was probably fun to play with. I met Mike Boogie. Dude, with, I didn't know. I had never watched a season of Big Brother. I was in Boston, and he was at a friend's house who yeah. knew him, and he walked in, and I think he liked me because I was on the challenge, and he didn't really know me, and 
he was on Big Brother, and I was like, dude, I have, I've, I mean, I know who you are. Like I've, Googled, I Googled you now. Yeah. That I knew you're gonna be here, but I never watched it. And he, I think he liked that. Yeah, you know, Boogie loves reality TV. He's had like a couple bumps here, but a he, couple. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, he gave me the best advice when I got off Big Brother the first time, and it, anyone else could have told me it, and I wouldn't. I just revered him as mm-hmm. like the first. I was a young kid, and I grew up watching Boogie. Like, Season two, right? Yeah, him and Doctor Will. Yeah, but then he won All Stars, yep. and so I looked at him. I'm like, this dude, you know, like he's yeah. the guy. And he told me he's like, hey, like go back home, go back to your normal life. Because you'll get lost out here. And if anyone could have told me that, I wouldn't have listened. But because it was him and I just won, I'm like, all right. So I went home and like I feel like I avoided maybe yeah, some of the pitfalls of L.A. and like trying to p- Can't pursue trust that. anyone else. 100%. Yeah. Did they, I um, always say the devil lives in L.A. He does. It's he a really different place. I mean, coming from the Midwest, when I was there, I'd meet someone and I knew, I knew they're like, they're thinking, what can I do for you? Not, hey, how are you? Right. It's just, it was a culture shock. What can I me. get out of my relationship with you? Exactly. Yeah. And I, I felt that right away. I'm like, I don't want any yeah. part of this. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. for sure. I, um, I went a little bit further than you. I found myself in a room full of guys that were like, hey, you want to, you need to lose weight if you want to be a model and you can live in this house with 14 other guys. And I was like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. Suck my ass. I'm not doing this. <laughs> Did you I live in LA for a little bit? No, I never lived in LA, but I got like, uh, so I'll just be honest. I'll just frank. Uh, right out of the my first season of the challenge, uh, Silver Modeling Agency in New York hit me up, and people told me like, dude, like, this is a legit agency. I had no idea whether it was legit or not, and so I'm, you know, just won my first season of the challenge. I was on the Real World, and I had how abs. much you win for the challenge? Well, my team, two hundred fifty. So we all got like, whatever that is by four, sixty-seven okay. five. Um, now you're getting half a million to a million, quarter million, half a million, million, but quarter million out the door for sure. Yeah, easily. Um, so I, I won before it was cool, right? <laughs> what was I saying before I got sidetracked? You're talking about the model. There's a lot oh, of Michigan winners. A lot. Laurel, me, well, Leroy, not so much. Xavier and Big yeah, Xavier. Was, was Laurel Challenge? Laurel's Challenge. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, these guys were like, "We're, we're going to sign you. You're you're good. We got all these jobs for you." And I went to their thing, and they were like, "Okay, you're going to have to take all your clothes off, and we're going to take pictures of you." And I was like. I'll take my shirt off, but pants are staying on. Then they told me I was fat and I need to lose weight, but I had to move into this house. Was it was this a legit agency, or do you find out later? It was called Silver Modeling Agency. Oh. It could be, might not be. I was told it was. Um, and then they were like, "You're fat," and I was like, "Dude, these guys are like the sloppiest four dudes I ever met in my life." And then they were like, "You have to live in our house with like 14 other guys, and we live there too." And I was like, "Yeah, suck my ass." <laughs> And, yeah, then, and then they sent me to one audition and I like they told they showed me this like Viking outfit I was supposed to put on and I was like, no. And I left and then they called me a few more times. I just never answered. And then I got an email saying like you can't sign with any other agency for like five years. And I was like, no problem. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing that again. That was weird. No, it's Holly weird. New York is weird. But you know, like obviously there's good people everywhere, but like it's just not like home. Like home, you can wrong. count on you can count on, you know, your neighbor being your neighbor. Yeah, you can go to a store and park in the parking lot. Exactly. Um, what did you learn about yourself being on reality TV that you didn't know about yourself already? Uh, that's a good question. I think having now done three shows over whatever, 15 years, I think the thing that I learned, I learned the first time on Big Brother was that if like I started as a kid, man, like I'm like, I want to go on this show and then I want to win this show. 
And I'm, I always feel like after doing that, there's nothing that – it sounds corny that I can't accomplish. Now, can I go play in the NBA? No, but, like, if there's something I really want to do, like, my career now, I stream on Twitch. And it's super competitive. What, what do you stream? I stream, like, video games. But okay. Because I know that yeah. – like, that's what – so that's your career is you stream video games. That's what I do. And that's what it sounds like. So can I do that with, like, Super Nintendo games? You can do, you can do it with anything you want. But but it's a it's but people gotta watch. It's super competitive. It's very saturated. Yeah, and it, like to me, I'm like that's I'm like okay, this is what I want to do, however long it takes. And it took about like five years of grinding wow. it to be like financially viable. But now right. that it is, it's like okay, what's the next thing? So you know? told the kids, coach yourselves. I was doing both. I was coaching. Well, no, for sure. Yeah, I was yeah. coaching and doing Twitch. That's kind of like where I'm at right now. I'm doing this, but this is my hobby. Yeah. That I'd like to be my maybe job someday, but then I... How's I our monetization here, Pierre? Are we, we got it. We got a, We're doing okay. <laughs> but anyways, okay. my point is like, I, I always wonder, so what games do you stream? Or does it matter? Yeah, it does matter. So like, think of like Call of Duty Fortnite as like the top tier of like most popular mm -hmm. games i go the next tier down a lot of ind independent games because there's not as much competition there's mm -hmm. still competition but it's easier to grow at this level as opposed to call of duty did you ever play bro, gears of war bro never played you're gears like of war. that kid like everyone knows there was a kid in high school where the teacher would be like what do you want to do when you grow up and the kid would just say something like outlandish <laughs> you did it so i if i were you i'd go back to my old elementary school and middle school teacher anyone that i said like i'm gonna play video games for a living and be like Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool, but fuck off, all of you. You know? I had a fifth grade teacher tell me you're never going to graduate from high school because I couldn't sit and listen to her. And I'm like, you're boring. <laughs> like, why would I listen to you? You suck. Suck my ass. I'll get A's on all your stupid tests. But yeah, no, like, so like sometimes I think about it. I'm like, people care what I think. I want to go tell Dr. Suri to suck my ass. Yeah, well, you could. That Whenever was my history want. teacher as a sophomore. There you go, Suri. She sucked. Doc Suri. Um, <laughs> you remember that? She's so I, horrible. I do. I do. Um, okay, so uh, let's talk about this current season. I know you don't have too much time, but yeah. let's talk about how do you think Phaedra is playing without you? Um, I think Phaedra is playing without me the same way she's playing with me. I, and this is, I'm trying to be critical and straightforward. I think in the hand-to-hand -hand combat, like defense, deflecting, she's great. I think when you saw her bring Kate in, and Kate's like, what's the strategy? And Phaedra's like, what do you mean strategy? That was really bad. You know, like that's that's how she's playing. It, she's was, like when, it was like when Pam quit her job in the office <laughs> to be at the Michael Scott paper company, and she's like, so? He's like, well, we got to have breakfast. <laughs> that was Phaedra. She's like, okay. He's like, well, you no, know. Totally. But she's... The star of the show, for sure. Yes. And she's great in the moment to moment. <laughs> to me, I feel like I was the opposite. I felt like I could plan 18 steps to get to the end, but I just forgot. Yeah, I, didn't you, play, I didn't play face-to-face. You face want to, to be face. the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah. You want to be calling everything. But that's how, that's how I always play these things. Right. And like Whenever like I take the yeah, big shot. you cocky shot. son of a bitch. You faked your own funeral on national television. You came out of solitary confinement twitching. like, <laughs> And then did that. And I'm like, how are these? And you got to remember, I'm watching it in 2023. Yeah, so I'm different. like. How are these idiots take like that? And that girl ate it. But up, it's different. Dude. But you have to understand, Bro, Big Brother's different the though. Shit out of that girl all season. But listen, yeah, it's different because like it's not like you're living with these people. And the reason it worked is because I put in twenty hours a day. What's your favorite? What's your dog's name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm no. like that girl loved you. She would have. You could have been like. You could have been like eat that rat poison, and she would have been like. I'll do that for you, Dan. I don't remember her name, but I just remember 
that poor girl, like you just were like her, her brother was like this close to punching me at the finale, oh, and man. she like she saved me. punching, dude. If you that was my sister, you showed to a bag of dog shit on your porch. <laughs> Yeah. three times a week <laughs> so uh she's definitely made some errors in my opinion i think the kate uh um you know uh ultimatum was a mistake don't I think pick she, kate can't pick kate. i think that was a mistake i think she probably should have went with a with a ct or a peter someone that had a little bit of influence in the house and you know might have been able to do that but it would have been a great tv if she picked peter because when you're doing an ultimatum it's like literally you're picking a traitor because right. yeah you're not gonna walk away right it's not an ultimatum. Yeah. It's like you're becoming a yeah. traitor. Yeah, Peter might have said, "Kill me." Yeah. <laughs> Peter might have been like, "I'm gonna die unfaithful." Even well, John would have said something like, "I don't want to, but oh I gosh. guess I will be." It's right. Uh. <laughs> but imagine Peter becoming a traitor and then just like murking all those people that he like loved. You know? Yeah. Well, yeah. The pivot would have been his. He pivoted anyway, so yeah. he might as well have done it. Yeah. He literally made the most tra- treacherous move all season, and he's super faithful. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? But again bachelor you know yeah he's a bad he's sharp he he's surprised oh for sure Super no sharp. he definitely is sharp there's a reason why you get chosen to be the being chosen to be the bachelor is harder than being chosen to be on any other reality yeah. tv show because you're the one dude but he's got it like when you met when i didn't know who he was when you met him you're like okay it makes sense he's a bachelor's like super charismatic good looking oh he's dude. got the riz he's got it man he does like, have yeah he's got you it. Met him in person i haven't met him in person but i watched his season of the bachelor and he would you make out with him would i make out with him yeah um you know no, <laughs> he's a good looking. I'm trying dude. to come up with a circumstance. He's not as no, good looking as Tony. No, he's not. But but no, I mean like he's one thing that's really cool about watching Peter is like I love seeing you here and talking about the passion you have for playing games. He has that. Oh, dude, he 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 killed it, and like he would do little stuff. That, like, I didn't know until after. Like, he faked the fight with Kevin. I'm like, okay, that may have not got what you thought mileage. But to me, when I saw that, I'm like, there was a doubt in my head. I'm like, do these guys not get along? I didn't know they staged that. Like, I love that gamesmanship even for the sake of gamesmanship. He he sussed you you guys out with that. Oh, bro, he he smoked me out. He sussed you and Parvati. Well, the one they cut this out. And they are kind of not giving him credit for it. But when I was finished going after Phaedra, Peter sits back and in front of everyone, he goes, I just think Dan just gave us the third traitor. And then everyone was just like, didn't say anything. But they gave the credit to Trishel. Like, that's the storyline they're building. But he was the one that was like, and when he said that, I'm sitting back and I just got cooked by Phaedra. I'm like, this dude is the sharpest MFR in in here. Here's Mm -hmm. the thing. Trishel is... I'm glad you said that because like they've made Trishel look like the the wonder like this season. Like but, she's But like, I will say Trishel and Peter to me strategically are the ones that are like trying to map this thing. No, for sure. Yeah. And the last you gotta remember, the last time I played a game with Trishel, she got hammered, made a bunch of racist comments, and then stormed out of the house with her suitcase falling down steps. That was the last I saw her, right? So the first time I saw her, my buddy f- took one of her pills. And didn't remember two whole days. So, like, this is what I have on Trishel, like, in my bank, is I'm like, I think she's crazy. I think she's a lunatic. I, I got to give you, like, I, I when I met her, like, I'm like, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, and it's I, not and sweet. I, and, but I feel, yeah, like, crazy. going through the MTV stuff, I feel like that changes you. It you does. Know? Yeah, it makes you a little weirder, for sure. But, like, Trishel, to me, was unhinged. Britney Spears, currently. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Britney Spears, but <laughs> knives. She's got, like, knives, and she's like, I literally thought that of her, but... Where's, where's the camp? Trishel, I don't feel that way. I, I'm no. very fond of you, Trishel. But here's so, the thing. Yeah. Like, I thought Trishel was nuts. I think Trishel 
on the challenge, like when I was on, the, was uncomfortable because it was no longer the challenge that she grew up with. It was more cutthroat. I think that made her uncomfortable. I think it brought out behavior that she didn't even know she had. Probably MTV behavior that was, you know, yeah, like from grew, grew yeah. up. Like she grew, grew up, up yeah. in Vegas. so. I think this game is so much less physical. She's probably one of the younger-ish girls, so she's in a good spot there, and she's not as self-conscious. She's not as nervous, and it's more of, like it is, it's more of strategic up wow. here, and she has that because she plays poker, and so these are her strengths. Well, I think I think she's playing it really smart. She was She would come to me and, like, she would talk about strategy about the game. Like mm -hmm. she, she's not one just sitting back. She's thinking about exactly. things. But I think with this whole thing to, and why I wanted to play the traders, it felt like as much as you can say it tongue in cheek, like an adult reality TV it competition. Yeah. There were like people aren't getting hammered and no, like, that's doing true. All that kind of I stuff. would be. <laughs> I mean, well, she said it herself. I like to hang out by the bar. That's what she said in the last. She does, episode. and she's yeah. not joking about that. Like the last time she was on All Stars, or the she was on season one of Challenge All Stars, which everyone thought it was going to be like a fun, loving thing. They came back, and Trisha, they were making them do real challenges. And Trisha was like, "We didn't get the memo that we actually had to be in shape." So like, Trisha doesn't want to work hard. She wants to work smart, but and she's good at it though. But here's the thing: like the way I look at it, even with like Trisha, like been on a lot of shows like at oh, some yeah. point and like professional you, poker player yeah you don't want to like you know at some point you can't run through a brick wall with a helmet on while carrying two dudes on your back no you know like no, we all can't. got a shelf life oh for sure i yeah. met mine you know <laughs> but like a shelf life for that but you know maybe it's time to go play you know mental warfare in a game like the traders no, i would sure. love to try to play the traders and all i know is I would try my hardest, but I would just try to. I would be just outlandish. I think. I think that I, that's the only way that's, I could survive. That's the, it's not that serious, right? Like everyone's kind of in on the joke. It's like it's yeah. fun. Right. Everyone takes it serious, but it's still like. Yeah, I would play hard, but yeah. I would try to be still like an entertainer. Yeah, because yeah. no. I'm. You know, the finals aren't my thing no more. <laughs> not yet. Um, all right, we are getting close to that time that you had asked for, um, brother. Thank you so much no. for coming through. Um, it's a, a pleasure uh, to have you here in the studio. Thank Joey, sure. your cousin Joey. I will. Joey's I will the one that, Joey, you vouched, and the vouch was good. <laughs> thank you, <laughs> no, man. No, you guys are awesome. So no, nice to meet sure. you. I know, yeah, you, nice to meet you I know you have your own podcast. Uh, we're going to go through the whole process. You'll see the clips. And I don't know, maybe we could sign you to Go Media. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you Twitch and you do your podcast. Yeah, so like. Big Brother stuff? No, I like interview people from uh, video games, reality TV, and athletics because I spent a lot of time yeah. coaching. And, yeah. and so, like, you know, someone like Alan Robinson. Or, Were you an you offensive know, coordinator? I was a defensive coordinator. My man, I love same. defense. Dude, it's, I'll tell you what, man, the game changed so fast. I and feel the like. High school game is like nuts now. Like, kids are just their their concern is racking up offers. And it's mm -hmm. like, bro, you've played 10 snaps. Don't. How about you play for your team, yeah. and then the offers right. will come. Yeah, right? just down the road, right here, St. Mary's. Yeah, right? St. Mary's is awesome. Like, yep. St. Mary's is an amazing there. place. Hold on, you guys had this on the wall. Speaking like, yes, you coached him. Yeah, and I mean, but just talk about like tough ass kid, tough kids from St. Mary's. You, you know, swear. like my kid swears. That's the thing. Like uh, you know, and this is so regional. It won't apply, but St. Mary's are just it's it's an it's a awesome place. You get all kind of kids, and they're tough and. And to me, I'm sure you felt the same coaching. Like, coaching keeps you young. You know, like, you're plugged. I, I felt like I was plugged in to whatever that next generation was while I was there. Yeah, it and got it's tougher and tougher. Yeah. Like, one time I said something there. Like, or I had a couple kids got in my car. We were driving to, like, a team function, and Justin Timberlake was on. Like, I don't know. And some kid goes, oh, my mom listens to this. And I'm like, shut the <laughs> fuck up. 
<laughs> I don't care how good you are. I'm pulling you next game. His mom was probably super hot. Yeah, um, Justin Timberlake's awesome. They're like, dude, this is old people music. Yeah, uh, well, that's us. No coaching um, does. Well, uh, thank you for giving us your time. Appreciate it. Have fun um, on your trip. And uh, can we'll I can I say one thing? Please, this is your platform. This this has been a highlight for me because from Michigan, you don't get to do this stuff in Michigan. This is like an LA thing that you know the Goat Media Studio is sweet. And I you know I give you guys to me when someone's doing something that no one else is doing. Not no one's really doing this here, at least no. to my knowledge. Like that's that's no, awesome. Right. You know, thank and you, like brother. you're uh, a leader around here and. and and like I have no doubt, you know things are going to continue Thank to, you, to grow Hope, for you guys. Like hey, like I said, yeah. hopefully we can work together. Um, <laughs> we'll negotiate some. Uh, thanks for watching. Yeah. Check out Dan's old seasons if you haven't checked him out. And if you're not watching the Traders, go check that out. And I'm gonna go buy a Super Nintendo, and you guys are gonna watch <laughs> me play Super Mario World because I know how to get every color Yoshi. Oh yeah, go media streaming. It's a real thing. We've been working <laughs> on it. We'll see you guys soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.